What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Reality Kingdom, where we put the real in reality or whatever. I'm your host, Pharaoh. We are joined by one of those. Lee, Lee, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing really, really good today. Um, We're going to be talking about the final four. The fatal four. The final quattro. Four. The flop four. No, I'm playing. Um, Boom. Not the flat floor. Oh my god! We will be discussing the final four players of Big Brother. Oh, the Fantastic Four. Sure. (laughs) This group is interesting. So we will be deep diving into all of their games today. First, we're going to be talking about Ty, then his boot thing, Claudia. Then we're going to be talking about Daniel, then his boot thing, Anika. Period. So we're going to be getting into them. We're going to go through their games week by week. Now, uh, first of all, follow, subscribe, share. Like, comment, do a lot. Like, I do a lot. Do everything you need to do. You can literally put period and comment. Like, you can literally comment. We hate you, and we'll still take it. It's a comment. You can dislike <laughs> engagement. It's an interact. Love that for you. Interactions. Mwah, eh. I need to stop. Period. <laughs> uh, so we will be going through their games week by week, discussing it. Now I'm gonna tell y'all right now. When we do the first person, which is Ty, we're going to go through the game all the way deeply. The mm. further we go, you know, the less deep it'll be because we'll have told you about it already. Yeah. And we kind of also ordered it. We tried to do it. We tried to, you know, put them in order of how we're doing this from people who kind of had a lot to do with what the game, like the overall game is, so who has, you know, the least influence. So do, <laughs> if you get that, you know. That was nothing but a Nikashay. We could have kept that it a was the Shay. It kind of was. It was more so Ty phrase because he's going first. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're just gonna get into it. We're gonna talk about what they were doing to impact the game um each week or if they did anything to impact the game. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll see how long this gets because you know some we'll people see. just did way less than others. We'll just see. That's now that's a Nika Shay. No. Okay. Why are you assuming I talk about a Nika? I can talk about anybody. So you're showing how you feel about Miss Neek Neek. I don't know. So I I, I, I Let's get into um, the see period. <laughs> Let's get into the first person, which is Ty. So mm-hmm. my father, my, my Pisces king. king. Okay, let me stop praising him, y'all, because y'all gonna get mad. Oh my god, why are we praising oh a literal? God. Let me stop, <laughs> please. Okay, so starting the game off, week one, everybody enters the house. Mm-hmm. We find out this week, um, Santina becomes the HOH this mm-hmm. week. And then we, we with Ty, I feel like we immediately get that little uh, alliance with Koozie in the deleted scene. Right. That was when he actually, goes to, um, yeah, when he goes to Koozie, he asks, he tells her that we're going to be a thing. They also show that in the second episode, too. They yeah. show him go up to, to Koozie after the competition they had for the HOH, where Santina and John Michael won that first part. He goes up to Koozie. He's like, look, it's giving final two. They make a final two really quick. Also, we oh, see the boys' thing start. The boys' thing starts to form. Ty immediately. Immediately. Ty forms a really good relationship with Zach, a good relationship with um, Hope. He also has a good relationship with Rob at this very only point. Yes. Um, week one. Only. And the, the boys' things form between Ty, Zach, Jonathan, um, and Rob. So it's a four with the boys. And they really pick up the first half of this game. And Ty is very involved in that. So at this first week, we find out that John Michael is walking around saying he wants the boys to go home. And Ty is a boy. Um, mm-hmm. Zach 
tells Ty this information. So Ty now has this information. So Ty is going to be pushing for John Michael to go. We find out that this week Santina is used. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Reliving that is just so crazy. She was really getting used like a rag doll this first week. Like it was like sister, she lost the plot so quick. Ty's involvement with that is that Ty really ended up having like the strongest relationship with Santina by the end of this. At the beginning, mm-hmm. it was Ty and Zach, mostly Zach pushing it, but Ty was also there pushing it. So very quickly, I mean, Ty was driving the gameplay. Yeah, um, he was a part of the reason that John Michael was going up. He was in the group of the re- of the people who agreed that John Michael needs to go. And this week, Renee's um, nominated automatically. Santina nom Anika and Dan. The plan was to backdoor John Michael. And that happened because Ty won the veto. Mm-hmm. He used it on Anika. And honestly, this is also where I started to see like Ty very early on. He cares about people that is his own people that is working for him, his own parachutes. Because also, we start getting in the earlier weeks, literally week one, when the God Alliance is formed, that he feels some type of way about Rob because he feels like Rob is not only trying to have his pieces in the Shania and Renee, but he's now trying to take Ty's pieces. Ty yeah. feels like his pieces are Claudia. And they Zach's have a budding showman at this point, And Zach's pieces in Santina and, and mm-hmm. things like that. And he's also trying to protect people like Kuzi and by proxy Anika by using the veto. So he's really trying to, I feel like how I saw it was build his own um, center with a few different parachutes under him. So I was like, I just didn't see that type of um, hardcore strategy for Ty. I thought it was possible, but like when he was in the game, he's just seen that early on very focused. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened, <laughs> but I agree. Um, he was very focused this week. He used Savita on Anika, built that relationship. He already had the guys thing. He had his relationship with Kuzi. He was honestly, in my opinion, in one of the best positions, not even in my opinion, factually, in one of the best nice. positions in the house at this moment. Um, it was leading into week two when he was very anti-Rob. He started spreading these Rob um, seeds all at the end of week one. We moved to week two, and Dan, who was, if Rob didn't go, it would have been Dan. But Dan won the HOH. So for Ty, that told him, well, Rob has to go. Dan's not even an option. So this week we see Ty let Zach know that Rob is feeling wary about him. And Ty is pushing the narrative again, hate to say it, um, for Rob to go. Yep. And at this point in the house, it's like, so people, Zach is starting to get exposed a lot this week because Mm -hmm. everyone is seeing Dan as, like, Zach's puppet Mm -hmm. because he's in the forefront. Zach is, you know, very... He's going to be the main one in the room. You see him, basically. And he was being very forceful in his conversations and obviously moving pieces around, whereas Ty, even though he was very close to Zach, was still able to separate himself, which I thought was pretty good gameplay at the time. But um, this move was really interesting. I think it was, like, honestly, the move that probably put him in a position to where he had to survive for the rest of the game mm-hmm. and decimating this guy's alliance and breaking this trust with Rob because Rob within this week was not trusting Zach. I mean, this it all kind of started because Rob didn't trust Zach as well. And Ty did trust Zach, mm-hmm. but Rob didn't distrust Ty. I mean, Rob was trying to make allegiances involving Ty and mm-hmm. he was just not interested. Exactly. So it's like, I still do not think 
he should have took it out Rob. Like that was not the move for him. But we know from Ty, he is stubborn. And and it he was a little bit of jealousy wants. in there too. It was. I do believe it, it was. It was jealousy, and it was a bad move. Honestly, Rob wasn't taking out Ty. And that's the thing. You can put it in perspective as well. Rob's not coming for Ty, but you got to protect your pieces. And Zach is Ty's closest piece. So Rob, I mean, so Ty needs to make sure Zach doesn't go either. But the T is Rob wasn't coming after Zach yet either. I know the idea is to make the move before they do. But I think in this situation, Ty had so many options that valuing the Zach piece so much to take out someone who literally likes you, I think that was way too much. I think this was definitely a mistake. And by the end of this week, we see Ty's closest ally, Zach, get in an argument with Rob and Vanessa. Um, He got caught out. He got called out by Vanessa. His his whole game got blew up. Rob was calling him out all week, was throwing him under the bus all week. And Zach and Ty didn't separate himself from that. He actually yep. tried to make sure that he deaded all of those fire fires. He was trying to tell people, I mean, we could still work with Zach, though. I don't understand. Like, da, 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 da. And this leads to the next week. Yeah. Because and then I was just gonna say too, yeah. with Rob going home, I think this is the start of like mm-hmm. a split that starts to happen in the house. Mm-hmm. And um this next situation just kicks it off. Yes. Because Koozie said, hey. And that's the thing. <laughs> leaving Rob's leaving that week that Rob went home, Jonathan, who was in the Boys Alliance, um, not only are they ruining it by letting Rob go, but Jonathan was very stern yeah. on the fact that he is siding with Rob. And Ty was very stern about the fact that he was not. And that literally made Jonathan for the rest of the game never fuck with Ty again. Yeah. And that was very bad for Ty because it might even affect him in this jury vote. Yeah. Um, and it's like, damn. Like, because Jonathan has was not definitely been hard on that. to do all of that. But hey, he did. He didn't because Jonathan also really trusts Ty. It was mm-hmm. Ty leaning on Zach and signing with Zach. Like, that was, that was his fine boy and he was sticking with him. Period. Um, so Kuzi um, ends up winning this next HOH. Ty feels like he won the HOH. He literally says it. <laughs> we immediately realized, considering who went home this week, that he did not run this HOH. Um, but hey, we move. So Kuzi wins the HOH. She nominates um, initially Santina and Vanessa, but we find out this week that Vanessa goes home. Yes. Ty, Ty's goal, Ty and Zach had a conversation this week about who they felt were threats. This was so hilarious. Girl. Because Koozie had the HOH. Before she even had a good 24 hours in the room, they're having conversations in the Circle K room about who needs to go this week for their game. Mm-hmm. Mind you, Koozie has already promised Jonathan safety. Mm-hmm. She's already told the girly pop she's not really touching them. Mm-hmm. And they're over here talking about some, well, the people that she want up can't go up. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do about that? And they're just under the impression that Koozie is going to do what they want, which they were sadly mistaken. Mm-hmm. Hard, like, very mistaken. Especially Ty, because Ty and Koozie at this point, like, they've had this final two. Um, but they've been doing their own thing, but they always came back to each other. And mm-hmm. this is the week where, you know, it comes to a head where, you know, their cro- paths cross and it's not good. Right. Because Ty and Zach decide that they want to target Dan or, yeah. uh, well, Dan was the main target, wasn't he? And they said, if not Dan, Renee, at least Renee. And they were going to. Well, no, because Zach was like, Zach was like, he wants Dan to be saved. And Ty was like, I want oh, Santina to be true. saved. That's and true. that was two of Koozie's targets. Yes. So she, and then they were like, well, she's going to have to do Renee. Yeah. And then Koozie was, was like, I'm not doing Renee. 
And Ty pushes that. Ty, and I feel like this was a terrible move. So, and this this split Kuzi's relationship with him, and that's the, in the general things of the game. At first, it was the boys alliance. They ruined it themselves, and Kuzi created the new structure, which was the Shady Bunch and the Girly Pop. So, Kuzi, Daniel, Anika, and Shanae, Renee, and Claudia made an entire alliance this week on Kuzi's HOH, which that already fucked Ty's game up with that. And then on top of that, Ty is going to Kuzi pushing to her to do something that she already told him. Actively does not want to do. She is not going to do. And it I don't think it resulted in it directly. I think she probably was going to take out Zach anyways. But her response was, you just make me want to take Zach out more. Mm-hmm. And that's what the fuck was going to happen. So this week, um, Hope, there was a whole scandal this week. Because Hope, um, Hope is going to be the nominee when Vanessa goes home. Um, Kuzi asked him to be nominated and this is when Hope is asking people to throw the veto for him so that way honestly this plan to backdoor Zach will go through Mm -hmm. and this caused the big scandal with Ty and Zach line me up child line him up Ty and Zach went they were very upset about this and this was a pivotal point in Ty's game because this week Ty needed to make sure everybody else was cool with him instead Mm -hmm. of Zach Zach was going home after Hope won the veto Zach was going home Ty needed to make sure everyone liked him instead Ty he was, jumped off the bridge with him. You know what your mama say? If your bridge. friends jump, are you jumping too? He didn't all. He he went to the he bridge. He didn't jump. He went to. The, you know what? You're right. Ty went to that bridge. And, and he said, nah, 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 nah. And that's the thing. It was a it was a big blow up. He he got in Hope's face. Mm-hmm. Hope got in his face. And that's the thing. If y'all want to hear Zach's perspective on this, stay tuned. Tune in. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned to the reality kingdom because we keep it. Well, we keep it hero. Real. Period, bitch. <laughs> Girl, and it might get a, a bit real with the conversation. So tune in. I'm telling y'all. Wink, 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 wink. Anyways, Ty, Ty was very upset about Hope. And then Hope was... What's crazy me. is that it, it literally it, it stemmed from a conversation of Kuzi basically telling him, like, you're not getting your way. Zach is going up. Yeah. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. And Zach's reaction was, no. I'm not allowing that to happen. So he wanted, you know, Hope to win that veto. And well, he had already won the veto. So he wanted him to not use it mm-hmm. for Hope to potentially stay on the block. And it's like, you are upset because he explains he, why he's upset later, y'all. We'll see why he's upset. <laughs> but, but what you think, Lee? Because I had some thoughts too. Well, what, what, what do you mean? Like, because with Zach's, Zach claiming that he was upset that Hope. Um, it isn't going to use the veto on himself. He's claiming that that's not why he was upset. He's claiming he was upset because he cheated. And that was it. And mm. I feel like in that, sure. That's kind of how I feel about it. Um, because in this moment, and Ty's doing the same thing. That's the issue. Ty and Zach feel like it's weird because allegedly they don't like cheating. But we, we know more information about that. But in this moment, they feel like Hope cheated. And because he cheated, he should be reprimanded. And this caused, I feel like the whole after this situation is what really caused Ty's downfall. Because after it got, it got blown up, that Hope cheated, mm-hmm. is when everyone reacted in a different way than Ty and Zach were reacting. Because they all got letters at the end of the week. Hope had a, a, a fake letter or a letter with not any revealing information on it. And when it got revealed, his punishment was, not to play, uh, to get a um, no vote this week. He couldn't play in the next HOH, and everyone else got letters. And we saw that when everyone else got letters, they were they were kind of taking hope side. They were like, I mean, shit. I mean, it's oh, what did he really cheat? And this, yeah, because it was just a letter. 
it was a letter from his girlfriend before the game. Like she snuck yeah. it in his clothes. Like it had nothing to do with game. But they were using the excuse of Zach and Ty were basically like, well, the fact that he used that to make us want to throw the competition mm-hmm. um, is part of the game. And that's where the cheating comes in at. But it's like, that's not the case. It really just was not the case. And mm-hmm. I feel like Ty, instead of trying to go, like they were trying to play the game of Big Brother, like play Big Brother itself with this move. And it's like, that was just dumb. You were supposed to pivot and, you know, start making connections outside of it. But he just went down with the ship. Because even though he didn't quit with him, he still went down with him. He went and down with the ship. That he, damaged he left his game. This week with no game, no social capital. Everyone who would have been on his side, like Koozie, no longer was. Um, he really had some options at first with Koozie, Anika, Daniel. And all of them had other options other than him. So he went into this next week not really having anything mm-hmm. at all. It was bad for him. And he was the next target for a lot of people. Um, so going into the next week, Santina, it's a secret HOH week. It's mm-hmm. secret HOH, secret veto, um, who done it week. Santina wins the secret HOH. And Ty used to have a great relationship with her. And by this time, he has no relationship with her because another thing is after Santina was used, Ty and Zach didn't really talk to her. They didn't mm-hmm. garner that. They didn't keep that up at all. So by the time she won the secret HOH, Santina's targets were Dan or Ty. She didn't mm-hmm. care which one. It was one of them. She nominates them for eviction. But and this, then yeah, it's just also important to notice that um, she was also really close with Roberto. And then the next week when mm-hmm. she was nominated by Koozie, Koozie's plan was to play the angle of, well, your connection with Zach made me want to put you on the block. We never really see if that worked for Santina, but assumingly it did because she never really wanted to target her after that. But basically this week, her being the secret HOH, it's like, she sided with people like Jonathan and Hope because she felt like they were on her side about wanting to keep Rob in the game. Exactly. And Ty was, she knows is the main catalyst is why he's out. Exactly. And Jonathan really was after Ty's ass. Mm-hmm. Therefore, Santina was. So um, Dan and Ty were the nominees. And this is when we, we, we get proof that Ty still has ability in the game, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because like had, value in the game. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he had, he had, that's the thing. He had um, mended his argument with Koozie. Him and Koozie were rebuilding their relationship this week to yep. the point where, um, and he had a good, okay, still had an okay relationship with Anika and Daniel um, to the point where when Daniel wins the secret veto, Koozie, Daniel, and Anika, and um, the crown, which is formed this week, decide that it's okay for them to veto tie and take out Dan. And this, the crown is, Honestly, it's not that important because they flopped. But the crown is formed this week with uh, the Shady Bunch, Koozie, Anika, and Daniel, and Jonathan and Hope. They make this alliance. They're all ready to steamroll. the. They want to steamroll the rest of the game. And they all agree that it's okay for Daniel to use the veto on Ty. And in my opinion, that shows that Ty got something. I think we don't know the intricacies of this because the digital dailies don't allow us to. But I think his relationship with Koozie really, really helps this. Um, But Sure, we could say it's Daniel. No shade to him, but um, we don't really know. So he gets vetoed this week. He's no longer on the block, but he also has nothing at this point. Um, mm. course, and yeah, I really just saw this as a way for um, Kuzi, uh, Anika, and Daniel was a way for them to stay in the middle this week mm-hmm. and by trying to use and take time because he was kind of like a free agent. And the house was... At this point, basically split the crown, the girly plops, 
plus Dan and Ty. Mm-hmm. Because after last week, you know, that was the group that was supposed to save Zach. And then Zach up and quit. So now it's sort of like we have the crown forming and then the leftover people is the girly pops, Dan and Ty. Mm-hmm. So this move was sort of like them taking Ty and saying, well, we still have you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to necessarily be over there with them. Exactly. And they took out Dan in the process. So going into next week, it was kind of the girly pops, the, just the three of them versus the crown and Ty kind of. Um, so Ty wins the next HOH. We go to the next week. Ty wins the next HOH. And between the weeks, he had been rebuilding his relationship with Claudia. Um, he did work on that last week because they've been going up and down, up and down. Um, and at this point, they are good, especially because he's HOH. Claudia's mm-hmm. right up there with him. Um, so he had built, rebuilt his relationship with Claudia. However, not with Renea. Mm-mm. He don't like the mother girls. Renee, them. Not the mother girls. Um, so this week, it was really an opportunity for the crown to continue on on their streak. However, mm-hmm. his target was saved. And this is, and this, it, it like goes back, it goes back and forth with Ty because he does something good and then he, what the fuck? Because he, his, his target was Renee. First of all, his why? target was Santina. His target was Santina. We couldn't take out Santina because she won the Bella Direct. Mm-hmm. After that, his target was Renee. Honestly, both of those were bad targets because the crown had none of them in it, to be honest. So honestly, his target should have been Jonathan, who he ended up getting out, but it was not initially. And that's why it's like, for Ty, it's like, I think he does a lot of good things in his game, but it's not all there because he damn near, he wanted Renee to go. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck is a Renee? No, it's like, he, he, point, well, he messed up that. twice. Like he was like, he wanted Santina, she got saved. Yeah. And then he wanted Renee and then yeah. He she got saved by her ally, who he picked to play in Vito. Because yeah. Shania won Vito and then saved Renee, which caused him to have to put up um Jonathan, Jonathan next to Hope. Yeah. So it's just like it was a fucked up week altogether for him. But that's the thing, it, it the result was probably the best result Ty could ask for. Jonathan was on that ass. Mm-hmm. Jonathan wanted that man out bad. And honestly, Jonathan going this week helped Ty, in my opinion, tremendously. Yeah. And he didn't even want it to happen. So like he that, and then that's the, he also got lucky too because I remember right Hope volunteered once that yeah. unit was safe Hope Danny volunteered to go up on the lock yeah so it's like the crown really handed themselves to tie this week and end up getting Jonathan out based off so many different aspects it's mm-hmm. Santina saved by Bella Direct him picking Shania her uh-huh. saving Renee mm-hmm. against his wishes which he was very upset about mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what that's hilarious because maybe he just getting his lick back. He said, you know what, Shania? Yep. Remember, I didn't want your ass yep. to use me, though. <laughs> he really got you his didn't want my back. ass to use Vito either. Wait. He really got his leg back. If Shania <laughs> didn't use that Vito, she probably could be in the final four. Wow, Shania. Girl, that's your biggest regret. Not, not uh, listen to the song. No, she, said, she said her biggest regret. What she said her biggest regret was? Not telling Claudia to put up to uh to, to, to tie up, up directly. Yeah, that would have helped too. But um, <laughs> boom, he ends this week. Jonathan going home, which was honestly good for him, but he didn't want that to happen. I don't feel like he repaired any of his relationships the way he thought he did because in this moment he did re kind of um, rebuild with hope. And at this moment, him and Kuzi and Daniel and Anika they had something, but it wasn't enough because Kuzi um. The Shady Bunch and the Girly Pops kept kind of rekindling their thing. Like they kept 
re- revamping their alliance that kept trying to split away. Every yeah. time it was split away, honestly, a crown member would go home and they would be like, hold up. <laughs> Remember this? And right. that's kind of what was going on, especially when the next week Claudia wins. A- well, the next week Koozie wins HOH. And this is double eviction week, whatever you want to call it, because yeah. this all happened in the next week. Koozie wins the next HOH. And this week, instead of it being a regular week, it is a um, safety chain, which yes. we'll find out later. She wants to target um, Santina or Ty. And it's like, oof. <laughs> and it's mainly because when he got HOA, she was just back to pissing a lot of people off. Like, mm-hmm. it's like he, people see the value in him, but it's like once he gets that power and he knows he's untouchable, he walks around like he is. And it yeah. really pisses people off. And then it's so coming off his own HOH, Kuzi wins again. And once again, he's walking around like, well, I know I'm safe. Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but I know I'm safe. Mm-hmm. And Kuzi didn't like that. <laughs> exactly. So she was going to uh, target both of them. When we got to the safety chain, Kuzi's targets kind of ended up at the bottom of that chain because everyone ended up getting picked but Ty, um, Santina, and Renee, leaving them three vulnerable for the vote. However, we played the veto. It wasn't a veto. It was a safety. But Damn there, a veto. And Ty, this, this is the start. Yep. And Ty won that veto. Um, and everyone since, but yeah, literally he, he wins that veto and this kind of kicks his game off towards a different trajectory because from hit this point on, everyone wants Ty out every single week. That is going to be his path from this point until later on. So as of now, Ty just won this veto. So he doesn't go this week. Santina goes, but when it comes to socializing, he's not doing it. We yeah. see these next couple of weeks, he damn near ignores everybody. On every digital daily, he doesn't talk any to anybody. There's not any strategy, really. And he just is, we'll see, winning videos. So the same week, Claudia wins HOH. She noms Hope and Ty. Ty wins DeVito. Honestly, strategically, not much going on. He tries to he, he tries to rekindle with Koozie. And at this point, the only person he's really rekindling with this week was Koozie. Everyone else. Well, I'd say and, he was rekindling with Hope, but that's the thing. It's like Hope and Hope, but Hope goes home this week. Hope and Koozie were both nominated. Exactly. So, so like every person he was trying to work with, they they were they go home back to back. So Hope goes this week. Um, and even this week, Claudia had nominated him. So he was not really good with her. At but this well, what's interesting about Claudia and his relationship is that throughout this entire time, I feel like we haven't been mentioning it because it's more so a personal thing, like game level. Yeah. You haven't played with Claudia exactly. at all. Like that's why she hasn't at been mentioning. He does not play with her. He's just started, so which is why we're going to start getting into exactly. it now. But like this week is a very key moment because Claudia, you know, she wins HOA and she's like, "Look, Ty, you're going on the block." Yep. And he was like, "I mean, I understand. I'm that girl." Period. <laughs> so he goes up. He wins veto as he should. And by the end of this week, they're cool and they're calm and they're collected. And I think this is when she basically real. I feel like this is the moment where she's like, I'm going to stick beside him. Mm -hmm. I think this is like she was like, that's my Mm -hmm. man. Maybe it was the next veto he wins. I don't know. Yeah, I I think it's either this week or next week. Um, Yeah. So him and Claudia rekindle from this point. And honestly, from this point on, they've been blinked up babes i call it the mr and mrs smith like they are so chaotic they hate each other they want to get each other out they Mm -hmm. love each other (sighs) so after this he's still the target for everybody yes renee wins hoh her target is him (sighs) and i'm I'm sorry time maybe it was time to go it was time to go lose a veto so 
in Ty's game, that's the thing. Right now, it, honestly, the structure of the game isn't too complex. Mostly everybody wants Koozie or Ty out. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Well, you have like this. If you're saying sides, it's like Girly Pops, Shady Bunch plus Ty. If any of the Shadiest Bunch or Ty was one HOH, it would have been a Girly Pop right. out. Yeah. It been really um, and if a Girly Pop won, they were going for Ty. They couldn't get Ty. It was Koozie. Yeah. And Renee had the HOH. So it's really is just like it was very hey. simple. And and from here on, it continues to be pretty simple because they get out Koozie, who was driving the force of the game. Yeah. And Ty has won this veto. And after this, Claudia wins the next HOH. And it's like, which is well, in the mean, double. Which is the double. So, and that's the thing. We hop right into the double. Claudia wins HOH. And it's like, we think it'll be straightforward. You know, of course. She's going to put up Ty. He's going to win veto. Boom. No. Claudia decides, which, I mean, hey, good for Ty. He's been rekindling with her. Yes. She, she says she wants to play it safe with him. She wants him to continue to think that she's with him. And he said, oh, you know. She said in the episode, if you can't beat him, join him. Join him. So, so she doesn't nom her man. She doesn't nom Ty. She puts up Anika Daniel. Ty wins veto. And this is when we realize all Ty needed was to get agency, to get the, the ability to do something. Because if you haven't noticed, every other week since Zach left, he's been nommed. Or H he won HOH. And then he's been nommed every other week other than that and won the veto. And this prior first, to Zach leaving, he was running the week. He was running the game. This was the first week since Zach left that he had the ability to use his power without, uh, other than having to save himself. He's been saving myself, saving myself, saving myself. Claudia gave him the agency, and he said, yes, I'm back in the game. Yep. And ever since then, he's been back in the game. And this so, week, this week, I, I mean, this double is really crazy because um, Claudia nom does not nominate him thinking that he's on their side and he's against the two last shadiest, Montanica and, uh, and Daniel. So when he wins the veto, she's like, hey, are you going to use it? And he's like, I mean, why are you so close to Shania? <laughs> if, you ever, if you ever ask a, a somebody something and they ask you a question back, yeah. It's over, baby. Like <laughs> so, and he he essentially gets his leg back on Shania mm -hmm. because he does not trust Shania. He doesn't trust any of Claudia's allies. That's what his big yeah. issue. He wants to work with Claudia. He just doesn't want to work with Shania or Renee. Mm -hmm. So you know he uses this video on Anika, and that's the thing. She didn't have to put up Shania. This is where you really have to get into Ty being. He may not be the best strategic player, but he can manipulate Claudia. No shade because. Claudia, we're going to get into it with her. That was her closest ally. And from my knowledge, the only reason why she would have put him up is Ty telling her to put up Shania. Yeah. So we he hear fully gets his way in this situation. We hear, we'll get into it with Claudia, actually. But um, he did, he fully gets his way in this situation. And that's the thing, I think to, we should analyze this a little bit more strategically because, you know, we're going off the basis that it's like, it's Ty strategic, but that's the thing. He was. He had no agency because he was targeted, 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 targeted. And as soon as he had the chance, he was strategic again. So who's to say he's not strategic? And I'm I mean, and this this move played out flawlessly because he used Vito on Anika and she him. won the next HOH. Yeah. He used he the Vito on Anika uh, for the second time. Mm -hmm. He he intentionally forced Claudia to take out one of her allies. This is what he's been doing with Claudia. And I said it in our last video. He's taking out her allies, but not her, which is only great for him because now you look dumb. I, I made you take out all your allies, and now you're here. And I drugged you here and made you get out your friends on the way here. So I was like, he ate that up. But it just depends on how they perceive it because I don't you know. So I'm perceiving it like that. True. Child. And then Anika, but that's what he did, honestly. Whether he knows it, they know it. That's the facts. She took out Shania, not him. And he's, 
and Renee Loki. Mm-hmm. Anika wins the next HOH. She is yeah. under this same mm-hmm. impression as Claudia. She feels yeah. like because of that move he made, he's on our side. And even this way, Renee and Claudia are like, he's on our side. Like mm-hmm. clearly he doesn't want to go with Daniel and Anika. It's like he's in the middle of these two pairs and one of the best set up situations and he does the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but why would Anika not nominate this man? He didn't mm-hmm. want 10 vetoes already. Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> so he wins his tenth veto. He uses a veto on Claudia. Same move as last, last week, and this time he's deciding to evict Renee. This is this is. I think it's the best move. I think it's risky because I don't know how Daniel feels about Ty, but honestly, he might want to take Ty to final two. So even this might not be too bad, and it does not matter because Ty wins the next HOH. That's the final four HOH where we're mm-hmm. at now. So Ty is not getting fourth. 1,000%. Ty is in mm-hmm. the final three. And Claudia won veto, so she's not getting fourth. So going into final three, it's definitely Ty and Claudia. And then it's one of Anika or Daniel. And that's where we're at in his game. It's honestly, it's not too intricate because of yeah. the extreme weeks of him just having to fight for his life. But I want to ask how, now that we went through his game, how do you feel about Ty's game, honestly, from a whole? We just went through it beginning to end. How do you feel about his game as a whole? Yeah. I mean, I just feel like overall it's just very clear that the social ability isn't necessarily there. I think, you know, a lot of people who are working t- with him towards this end game is more so out of necessity because he is able to win these competitions, mm-hmm. which I don't want to take it away from him because I do think it is very impressive that he has been at the bottom since the week of Zach, and he has been able to fight his way out. He has been nominated. It wasn't him winning vetoes and not using it or using it on an alliance, but he was using it on himself because if he didn't, he would have went home. I think that's very impressive. But now we're at a point to where, like, Claudia not nominating him, it's more so because she's afraid of him winning the veto, not because she has cultivated and really, you know, they have a showmance, but it's like, they don't work together strategically. And I think it's the same thing that happened with Anika when she won. It's like, she felt like because of the situation, he's my ally, not because they've been cultivating a relationship. And at the end of the day, this season is just so chaotic. Like, I don't know how much we can disrespect that gameplay within this season because this Final Four, like we spoke about, it's not a dynamic Final Four. It's not, I don't think, some of the best players in Big Brother Canada history. I think all of these players are on the same level. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of cancel each other out in a lot of ways. I feel like Ty, specifically, though, like, as, like if he were to win this game, I feel like he would be a great representation for this season. But an overall winner is not giving, like, top five. It's not giving, mm-hmm. like, we're going to talk about his win in that manner for ages to come. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, it is just based off the competition ability, which I don't usually respect. However, this season, because it's because he was literally surviving every round, yeah. I really do like it. And what happens is he got put into a position in this end game. He's really working this end game. He didn't have to do what he did to Claudia at all. He mm-hmm. could have won, did what Claudia wanted, left it alone, and kept it moving. And he would have gotten no resume move from that. Same mm-hmm. with Anika's H- HOH. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who would have sat back and done nothing, but he took the game into his own hands. And that's what comes from being an active player and a dismissive player. I think Ty's a very active player. He's mm-hmm. not just sitting there. He may not be playing well, um, but he is in your face. He is working. So you have to, I think you, I personally feel like I have to respect the game. If you don't, because he's a bad person in your eyes, it is what it is. But I do think that in this final four, 
he is the best player here, and I think he deserves to win it. Period. Uh, I have a question. Do you think Ty can imp- ever improve on his flaws? I don't if know. He I, I think his main flaw is, no shade, a character flaw a little bit. Oh, Lord! <laughs> I think this is how he is IRL. I think that a lot of people, I mean, honestly. So it's like yeah. he would have to change something about himself. And do you think he could well, do you think he could pretend? I think there's some people who come in the game and pretend mm-mm. to be I think right. he was pretending in the early weeks and it was still mid and then that he stopped pretending as he, he got over it. Damn. Especially if he wins. If time wins, he's not gonna give a fuck. He's gonna come in and play the exact same game. I remember he had a conversation with Hope. He was like they trying to play all stars. He was like, who was he saying? Uh Kevin, gotta go. Uh, who else he said? I think he said Kiefer gotta go. Yeah. Like, yeah, Ty will come into an all stars doing the exact same thing. One of the HOHs to take it out the biggest target there. But do you feel like because you say you feel like he's a good he would be a good winner in this situation? Do in you think season. do you think he can win? Do you think he can really win? Be for real because be for real. Well, I don't know because the jury segment we have, you know, what they were talking about in the jury segment on the BB Canada website is they respect comp wins, but they don't like people who don't have a social game. I feel like Ty doesn't have a social game at all. He he, he does not have that. He did not cultivate relationships in, to a level that would make people like him. I mean, there are people who actively dislike him and you have people who feel indifferent. Mm-hmm. And those indifferences can be swayed to dislike really easily when you're sitting in a house for weeks and weeks and weeks. Mm-hmm. I do think that his end game is undeniable, but undeni- undeniable. But I feel like <laughs> they should have, <laughs> they should have, um, they should have. I feel like definitely thought that he was going to win after the Claudia double eviction, mm-hmm. and we saw the jury thing after that, and they feel like CC's in the league. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if after this next week when they see what he does on the Nikos Asian Wage, it's literally the same thing, that they're like, okay, maybe we should put some respect on his name a mm-hmm. little bit. But, I mean, once you piss that many people off, I mean, we were talking about Paul today off the podcast. It's very similar to Paul. Like, mm-hmm. you can't go around being an asshole to people. And to be a Frank, that's what he was doing all yeah. season. Yeah. Well, what and do you think, though? I think... I think he could still win. I'm not confident in... The ability to win, though, I, I I do think when it comes to the jury segments, they can put any ad, they can edit it anywhere, or they can That's ask true. them to say positive. Say because without really positive on tie, and then that thing, she didn't say shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like I it, we'll see. It's honestly we'll see. I think with this season, I I'm okay with a result if it's Claudia or Daniel or Ty or Anika. I'm kind of okay with it. So I guess we'll just see. It's not gonna be Anika. Spoiler alert, girls. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I think we can, this is my last question. I think we can agree his worst week was the Zach going home week. Yeah. What do you think Ty's best week gameplay-wise was? The double eviction. You think the double eviction? He that ate was his, That was he his that best. Up. That was I'm the sorry. best and cleanest move. Like, I mean, it was very clean, especially because how he came out of it. He had two sides of the house still wanted to work with him, which caused him to not be put on the block. I mean, it, that worked out so perfectly for him. He used Vito on the woman that won the next HOH, so he was able to play in her face the exact same way he did Claudia. And then he won the mm-hmm. final four Vito, HOH, that's now taking him to the final three. Like, that, that, was, that, that was the week for him. That's why I'm just like, how after how seeing how this after run? That right. That's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping after they see what he did in this final four week that they're like, okay, let's put some more respect. Because it's like, yeah. you know, but also 
we were talking about earlier too off off the podcast about um, Paul. Terrible, terrible speeches at the end. Is Ty going to be able to give a speech that moves them? I don't know if he's capable of. Move doing out the way. I'm sorry. I don't know if he. <laughs> yeah, intrusive thoughts on that. I don't know if Ty is capable of doing that. I don't. It, it gives very much Monty. Y'all remember Monty's speech? Ooh. You would want someone to win with. For two HOH. What was he saying? That's nothing for that shit. You would want someone to <laughs> represent you as a winner who has a peanut. Like it's, so like, an, it's like an NBA draft pick speech or something. I don't know. It was given okay. Anyways. Uh, all right. Let's move on to Claude Claude. Boom. Back to the oh. beginning of the uh, game. Y'all, when I tell y'all we are not finna go through it in detail again. You better remember what the fuck we said. I mean, because we low-key barely did detail because we wasn't talking about Mother Koozie. It's Unfortunately. But honestly, no shade to her, but especially with Claudia. But hey, let's get to it. Week one, Claudia... What was she doing? No, I'm playing. She made... <laughs> she she um When Santina won HOH, Claudia put in a lot of work to make sure Santina was She was really was. trying to get Santina so, on her so, side. So it's weird because Claudia clearly was a strategic person, especially week one. Because she was trying to get Santina, the HOH, to like her so bad. Mm-hmm. She also was very on to the niggas. I mean, the boys. Yes. She, she was clocked like, the, the men very early on. Guys. Like, the first episode, she was like, this man! And then she took out her whole alliance for one of them. Oh, All the women. Oh, oh. But, hey, Nicole friends, you got competition! <laughs> <laughs> so the early this early on, she made a relationship with all the white women. So that is <laughs> Renee. <laughs> Wait, you say it so calmly. I'm sorry, it's at this point, y'all watch the reality. If y'all haven't seen us, go see us. She made a, a relationship with Renee Shanae, um, and they formed the girly pop pops. And it is um, really important because early on in the game, the girly pops in general were seen as just parachutes. Like yeah. every, I mean, same with the shaggy bunch of things like that. But I think they their agency was a little bit more there. Like with the girly pops, they were just parachutes. Like mm-hmm. Jonathan was supposed to have Claudia, um, and then Ty kind of had Claudia a little bit. Rob yeah. was supposed to have Shania. Yep. Uh, Hope was supposed to have Renee, but then yep. someone else had Renee. Like they were just basically trying to juggle them around. And mm-hmm. I remember a lot in his first early weeks. It was like. We should form something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, list this, names would go nowhere. What I would say, which is not confirmed, but to give Claudia and the girly pops, to try to give them credit, I would think this is not confirmed at all. Please take this zero percent. I would think Claudia was intentionally getting close to Jonathan um, and Ty, but that's not confirmed. But we do see this week, she also gets really close to Jonathan. Um, and at first, it was strategic. It eventually mm-hmm. becomes only relationship liberal. Yeah. But between these first two weeks, her and Jonathan are actually talking strategy. A lot, actually. Mm-hmm. There's random scenes of them in the kitchen. When people leave, they start talking strategy. Um, we'll see them outside talk strategy. So she she was, at the beginning, being actually strategic. And we knew she was on to the boys, which is why I was saying it's possible she was intentionally doing this. But girl, that's not confirmed. But she had a relationship with Jonathan. She was mm-hmm. garnering a relationship with Ty. She had the girly pops and she was considered a parachute to the main alliance. So mm-hmm. at this point, that's where her position was. And with Ty and Zach, you know, running the game, especially with Dan becoming his next HOH and Zach running him, it's like mm-hmm. her position to Ty really was keeping her safe because he was mm-hmm. not going to take her out. He Ty has never had any intention of taking Claudia out. Exactly. And that's the thing. Honestly, 
this this just moves on to the next week because these first couple of weeks she she had no impact, no shade. Um, not even trying to be rude. Next week, Dan wins HOH. Zach and Ty are running it. Um, they're not telling her none of the plans. She's not aware of anything. They're just she, running she, it. Yeah, she's walking she's, around. She's very lot. much out of it. One thing this she week, did this week. Yes, go. I, I was gonna mention something separate. Like uh, the girls were starting to try and link up a lot this week. She had mm-hmm. the girly pops, but they were talking to Koozie, talking to Anika, speaking with Daniel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Santina realized she was used last week, so yes. she approached the girly pops. Um, and kind of started this girls' movement a little, got the ball rolling a little bit more faster. Mm-hmm. So um, all the girls at this point was pretty much linking up together. And Claudia's main core was her girly pops. And then we also hear in the diary room segments that come up on the website that you know she trusts people like Daniel and things like that. So and Ty, she said she trusts this. She did trust Ty. Yep. Um, she's been consistent. Yay. I'm sorry. Her man. Her man. Her man. One thing. One thing I liked about her strategically this week is that. Um, when Rob, Rob could have stayed, mm-hmm. but one thing she said very immediately in her strategy with Jonathan, she was like, Renee's not going anywhere. And we need to make sure, like, I'm sorry, I'm not voting out Renee. Cause at first Renee was nommed against hope. And at that point, Jonathan and <laughs> Jonathan and her were agreeing that they need to make sure Rob, uh, that Renee does not go home, uh, no matter what. That was before Rob was nommed, of course. And then after he was nommed, Jonathan was like, girl, <laughs> Renee could go. But she very much so immediately stated, I'm not a victim, Renee, so I don't know what y'all are going to do. I don't know what y'all are going to do. And I think that helps always if you are if you have an ally Wait. for her. What? Them tables turn nasty. The tables turn. The tables turn. Because she said, I'm not a victim, Renee. I don't care what y'all are doing. And then and a few weeks later, later, Renee can go. Yeah. <laughs> One week later, babes. It was not too far. <laughs> Literally it fast. It shifted real fast. Yeah, nay, nay. Well, that's Riri. Damn. Ray Ray, babe. After this week, Kuzi wins the <laughs> HOH. Of course, this is the week Zach goes home. And her involvement this week did come. Very interesting. Yes, it did start to come because this is the week where this is the, the start of the girly pops having potential, potential yes. energy in the game. Which they ended up getting at the end. That's crazy. They did. They, they, it, it's crazy. They had the potential energy here. This is when um, they started to realize that, honestly, mainly Claudia, mainly Claudia started yeah. to realize that Zach, Ty, and Dan might need to be um, who they go with. And she yeah. was actually saying to the end of the game, which is maybe she wasn't that smart, but she was like, this is probably who we need to go with. She started yeah, having these conversations. That would not have been good for them. Mm-mm, she's a dummy. Like she might lose and they didn't even make it. But anyways, well Ty did. But it, depends on, it depends on how well they played the middle. Cause I remember this week, you know, we were um not upset with Koozie, but like it was like the big question was, does Koozie need to target Zach? You know, it's not good for him to go after Zach because the structure that Zach and Ty had built kept Koozie and her alliance in the middle, the shadiest yeah. bunch, and they kept them in the in the uh, best position. But her then taking out Zach, Vanessa then leaves. Yeah. It sets it up to where it's basically the shady bunch. Uh, on one side, and then you have mm-hmm. the girly pops, and at this time, the crown is not formed. So mm-hmm. it's looked like we have the girly pops. Renee has Hope. Claudia has Jonathan. Claudia has Ty. Hi. Dan has Shania. And if mm-hmm. they were to keep Zach, boom. And yeah. if they, But then it would be like, so you have to keep playing with the Shady Bunch, which, mm-hmm. the way the competitions went, you know, mm-hmm. it could have worked if they kept Zach. I don't mm-hmm. know, because... It would have. I don't. I, I think it could have played that middle really well. So I think that's really the big question. Should they have just went ahead and be like, "Look, Zach, don't quit. We'll keep you." 
Yes. Because Zach and but, Ty definitely would have been huge but targets. This is this is the issue. We realize I think at the first we're like Claudia could be a contender. I think here, this middle portion proved that Claudia was not a contender. She well, dropped she the ball. Is, she is a contender, but she she was not as good strategically as we thought because you're right, they should have saved Zach. I genuinely think so. But Kuzi outplayed her by for like creating the alliance. They created the six-person alliance this week with Kuzi's HOH. She brought she officialized the girly pops and the shady bunch into that alliance upstairs. They all talked about it. And that kind of when people create alliances, it kind of makes you scared to go against it. It would be literally going against the HOH's alliance that she made this week to not vote out Zach. And I think that influenced them a little bit. So they end up not voting. Um, well, Zach quits anyways. Oh, well, they were going for the sack. And this is what lunges them into still the middle position because Kuzi made a mistake, honestly. So going into this next week, when Santina wins this next HOH, they are it's now bad. they're now in um the they were going it, to be. It was secret. So before when it was, the secret when it HOH. Was, when it was secret, yeah. when it was secret, we left off the week. Zach just went home. And now we're in a position where we don't know who's HOH, but the girly pops. Claudia specifically say we don't need to target Dan or Ty. We need to bring in Dan and Ty, and it needs to be us, Dan and Ty, and we need to make sure we're all good to go. But Renee was not agreeing with this. Renee was like, no, babe, Dan and Ty need to go. So it wasn't perfect. And honestly, because Claudia has proven to be passive, it probably wouldn't have worked out even if uh, one of them were HOH. Even if Renee won this HOH, it Renee definitely probably, wouldn't have worked. Renee probably would have still took out Dan. So it was like, I, and I knew, I remember when they first got brought up how that was not going to work. I was like, Ty is not going to want to work with Dan. Even they did get a blonde, so I was wrong about that. But I was like, he's also not going to work with Renee and Shania. Like, yeah. that was just never going to happen. That was the main thing. And, and, they, and Renee and Renee Shania didn't really want to work with him. So it didn't and, really work. And this week it was really interesting because with Santina being the secret HOH and her then working with Jonathan, it left the girly pops in the dark. So all of these plans that they had wanted to start forming and being able to do, they were not able to do because they were worried about who the goddamn HOH was the entire week. Mm-hmm. And it was Santina, which I will say, when did Santina's relationship start going bad with the girly pops? Was it just always not that good? It was never it? good. It was yeah. never good. But after she approached them initially about that alliance, they didn't rekindle that. They yeah. didn't they didn't spend time talking to Santina at all. And actually, no one talked to Santina. Is Santina like hard to talk to? Yes. Yeah. But Cla- I will say Claude Claude did try in the beginning. But tried. once once someone is playing in your face, does moves that's not telling you about it, it's like, well, girl, I'm not working mm-hmm. with you. It was the same logic. That's why people were mad. Because... People were mad with Kuzi for targeting Santina. If any of those yeah. girls had one, they probably would target Santina because they all felt yeah. like, well, girl, you, you don't, don't talk to nobody. Trust you. So this week they were left in the dark, which basically messed them up. She got nominated. <laughs> it, it, tempor- it temporarily, like, she ended up on the block as a final nominee. So it temporarily messed them up because um, it, it's weird because they were fucked up and the crowd was really ready to run with the game. But Ty, you know, helped her out, honestly, by fucking up. Because this next week, Ty wins HOH and his target is Santina, which isn't the best for them, honestly, because the crown had form. This yeah. is when the crown forms. It's Jonathan Hope, Anika, but, uh, Kuzi, and Daniel, which is none of them. So it would have been bad for them if the crown made it past this week. And I do want to say with Claudia leaving the secret HOH week in week four and going into the tie HOH week, um, I feel like her being nominated, it's like this thing. She's a player like like, I think, honestly, she just really is a well-rounded player, like you said, because it's like um, she went from being nominated, and that really, I feel like, got her back in the game to a mm-hmm. sense, like, because she then was getting close with Ty at that point again, because they went up and down, up yeah, and down. she intentionally and, rekindled that with Ty. 
Correct. An alliance kind of formed between Hartai and um, Kuzi. Whether it was Hartai, Kuzi, and uh, Daniel, I want to say it was a four. Yeah, it was. It was. It was Hartai, Kuzi, and Daniel. Okay. Very, very quick little four. Look, so it's like she was still being in a position where she was going to be protected on all sides because mm-hmm. of her very specific relationships. Like Claudia had very specific relationships that kept her safe. Yeah, and she put in work when she got nominated. She put in that work to. You know what? Hmm. Because she put in that work. I remember she when she got nominated, she was going to Kuzi. Remember that girl? Kuzi and Anika. She was going to them. Remember that girl? Hosting girl. It's just giving girls. Like, it's just giving girls. Girl, it was not giving girls for her at all. And it's, oh. it, you know what's good about Claudia? She was plotting on them girls. She said, Ty and Dan, we need to work with. That never got back to them. Mm-mm. That never got. Well, this week, shit got back to them. Oh, yeah. Ty won HOH. And she trusted this nigga all season. Consistent. She keep she keep trying and to show trust with him. This is her, and that's what her fucks worst. Her up. This is what fucks her up every time. Trust in Ty. He ain't even that fine. Girl. Well, mm. I mean, but girl, that's a hundred thousand dollars on the line. Like you can get that dick after the show. You can pay for that dick. I would. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just protecting my projecting. Okay, but anyways, Ty wins this hoh. He is going to target Santina, but Santina wins that thing. After that, he's going to target Renee. That's terrible for Claudia. And Claudia is unable to convince him what is best for his game, which is which might have been which, the girly pop. Well, I, I'm not going to confirm because Renee, don't, Renee and Sinead didn't even like him, for real. Yeah. But she was she was trying to convince him. It still wasn't best for Ty's game at this point because like it was the entire crown against them. And, yeah. and Claudia knew that. So she was trying to help his ass, yeah. and he just didn't see it. And I will say, that's not like a slight at Claudia because, I mean, no one's going to convince Ty. What you going to do? Yeah. Like, no one is convincing Ty. So it could have got it could have been bad for her because Renee was finna go home. Um, this is when Shania ends up winning the veto because Ty chooses Shania. But we start seeing throughout this HOH that Claudia is like, I mean, Renee could go home. And it's like, girl. girl. Like, even with the Shania winning video, Claudia was borderline about to convince her to not do it. And Shania was like, no, girl, it's given. I'm just gonna use it on Renee. I'm sorry. Claudia, and that's the thing. Did Claudia not like Renee just because Ty didn't like Renee? Like, it's making me feel like it was kind of just because of Ty. Because before this, she had said nothing about Renee. Ty went HOH and said, I don't like Renee and I'm getting her out. And she, all of a sudden, uh, Renee is this. Well, but I'm saying she always kind of, I guess she always kind of felt the way because week three, remember, she said trust the most. It was Ty and Shania. Yep. Which was super for me. So she just always felt some weird way about Renee. I don't know why. Yeah. So this week, Shania wins the veto. Um, she uses it on Renee. Claudia is good, luckily, because Ty was threatening to potentially put her ass up. Yeah. And she still trusted him after that. It's like, is she a she, she wasn't going up. No. <laughs> she did not know. Because um, he really could have did it. But anyways, Jonathan cool. goes home this week. Going into the next week, Koozie wins the HOA. She could have decided to target the uh, girly pops. But honestly, Koozie... Um, that's and she low key should have because they didn't also get back to her. Yeah, that, I was just gonna say at first, Kuzi loved Claudia for like literally the week before Ty won HOH. Ty won HOH. Kuzi, Claudia told Ty that he needs to be keeping his eye out on Kuzi. Why aren't you putting up Kuzi instead of Renee? And this is when it got back to Kuzi that she was like plotting on her ass. Yeah. Shania woke up this week and Shania started plotting on Kuzi, influenced Claudia to tell Shania literally told Claudia, go tell him to put up Kuzi. She did it. Shanae ate that up. Shanae woke up one video, saved her ally, and got her ally and together. Yeah. Shanae um, ate that. So she really did. So it got back to Koozie. So honestly, Koozie, I'm sorry to Koozie. I'm, I love her. But this made no fucking sense because she just caught her 
Mm-hmm. She just caught her, and I think that's to be why fair, he... she didn't get the nominate him, so it wasn't really her. It was safe. Whatever, bitch. I do <laughs> think I think to to I think that's why Koozie was very was so upset, honestly. Yeah, because she could have got y'all bitches out, and I think that's how she was feeling. Like I spared you, bitches. But she really should just got. She really should just got them out. Like, but that's the, that's my problem too. It wasn't that she was loyal to them; it was that she underestimated them. She and but that's <laughs> and then she's, they got cla- her she's claiming she's claiming that. She she claimed in one of those videos that she felt like it was the it was the jury segment. The jury segment. She randomly said she was like, I just felt like I, I did a lot for this group of people who I was loyal to. Like I, I kept going back to being loyal to them and then they didn't repay me. And it's like, is that just, the case? It, it's still it, it's like for example, I think two things can be true at once. At the end case? of the day, yeah, she did underestimate them. She didn't want to target them because she felt like they were weaker and it would be a weak move. But mm-hmm. that also shows trust to them. Cause I could have got your ass out. But yeah. I think it was more so, girl, you didn't want to target them because you didn't it, but it, it also, well, <laughs> I was loyal. Like I didn't take you out. I wasn't targeting you, which is true. She was not targeting them, That's which true. is why we said when Renee won, she shouldn't have took out Goozy because yeah. she was not targeting them. Yeah, and then if she was, it would have been Claudia, which is not Renee. Hey, so Kuzi I mean, and Claudia give a fuck about Renee. That's why she's that shit. Literally. So this was the safety chain. During the safety chain, Claudia was actually the last person picked. Um, it went mm-hmm. down. It the crowd members got picked. Ty got picked. Uh, Shanae was the first. Uh, Girly Pop, and it was either Claudia or Renee. And kudos to Claudia. Shanae liked Claudia more, even though Claudia got that ass out <laughs> just literally Wait. very soon later. <laughs> what? This was also the week the girly pops was locked out of the library, child. Oh! Which wouldn't do much for guys strategically. Yeah. But, and that's the thing. They got locked out, but Koozie's plan was to lock out of the game Santina and Ty. Like, in, in the reality of the game, Claudia was in a better position than Santina and Ty. Because even though they were locked out, it was just circumstance. Just so happened Ty and Santina barged their way in. Because in reality, the they were the targets. The, yeah, in reality, the structure was Kuzi convinced the Shady Bunts to stupidly not target any of the uh, uh, girly pops. Because even if Anika won, she wasn't going to target the girly pops because of the influence of that situation. So Claudia wasn't that wasn't in that bad of a position. Santina ends up going this, going home this week, which is good for Claudia. Honestly, Santina was yeah. with him, and then. She wins the double HOH. Uh, well, it wasn't a double, but it was within the same week. Yeah. She wins the And HOH. this week, I mean, and that's why I say, I just feel like Claudia, she drops the ball like, like sometimes because what this week she, she wins. Well, well, not not drops. Well, in Keep this situation, this I just think like the back and forth was high. Like at this point, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you were starting to work with him, but then you won and then you still wanted to target him. Like she should have started targeting Koozie uh, them this week. Yeah. Because then that takes away. Should have got people, out Koozie here. That takes away people that Ty can work with no. that he used to get out her alliance. Yeah. Because if I, she starts that, then it's like, you know, but she, but she did. She actively ended up doing that anyway because Hope goes home. Yeah. But it's like she wanted Ty to go. She, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, why do her you want Ty to go? And I think that's was my issue because it's like, girl, you got to pick one. Mm-hmm. I agree because I think Hope going was the probably the best thing. But, but she didn't even want it. But she and then Koozie went up, and it. she was like, well, Hope can still go. And it's like, yeah. girl, Koozie needs if to you go. Don't put up, she should, honestly, she probably should have pawned, like, Anika, just in case. Koozie ends up going home anyways next round. But I think that was that was risky, because if Koozie was the next generation, then what? And Koozie like, did not appreciate getting she, nominated. She did, not, she did not like that at all. But Claudia, um, she does it anyways. That's the thing. She know I'm tired and Koozie, arguably two of the best players of the season. So she ate that up a little bit. She ate that one thing. She, that one thing. 
Um, she takes out Hope. This is when Girly Pop said, oh, we're here. Mm-hmm. Because Renee wins the XHH. And it's like, oop. They're so, eating they were on their ass. At this point, they had been in a bad position, but Claudia wins HOH, Renee wins HOH, so they're on their ass. Renee Claudia wins the next one. Like. Renee literally takes out Koozie here. Um, Claudia wins the next one, and this is when we can talk about what the fuck was going Because at the double, Renee took out Koozie, Claudia wins the double HOH. And Ty has convinced her to take out Shania eventually. We went through it already. She nominates Anika and Daniel instead of Ty. Instead of Ty because, allegedly, she says that he, she wants to rekindle this relationship. If you can't beat him, join him. With, with, with. It doesn't make sense. You already nominated him the week before, literally. Literally. She was the prior, prior HOH the week before because Renee's HOH is in the same week because it was a double. So, and she just nominated him. I don't think there was a reason for her to not nominate him. You just did it. Like, once again, I'm just like, I don't, just what, what's going on, Claudia? Because it's like, because it also, too, the prior week when Renee did take out Koozie, um, she and Shania had made this Final Four with Daniel and Anika. And this week at HOH, she nominates that entire Final Four taking out one of the yeah. members. It just, it doesn't, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. And then also, but going into this week, during the double, she was like, well, Renee can go. It was back to Renee can go because mm-hmm. her and Shania felt like Renee could beat her. So yeah. it was just like a lot is going on. And yeah. then even when Ty plays in her face, uh, wins the veto, he's telling her, well, you can just put up Shania because we can assume that um, in the feeds that uh, Ty, Renee, and Claudia made some type of final three. But we know mm-hmm. that Claudia's final two is Shania. So, you know, and we it kind of came but out this that is- Alliance was only made to try and like uh, placate uh, Ty. Yeah. But it's just like, this is the thing. We learned from Shania that Claudia kept asking her more than what we saw about Shania's relationship with Anika and Daniel. What it sounds like is at this top six, the reason Renee, Ty, and Claudia made this alliance is because Shania was scared of her relationship with Anika and Daniel. And that was the other three people in the house. And because Claudia nommed Anika and Daniel and Shania, it makes me feel like maybe that's what she was really feeling. Because Shania said in her uh, jury roundtable, Claudia asked me way a lot of times about my relationship with Anika and Daniel. And I should have, my mistake, one of my mistakes was not clearing that up for her. And I think Claudia could have just, because it makes no sense for, for her to put up Shania and not Renee. Makes no sense. But, Other than that, that fear of that relationship. So I think that's what it was, or Ty. But I don't. I think I think you should. I think it's just Ty because she's okay with Renee going. The very like damn the near like. But I think if she's okay with Renee going the next week, why are you not okay? Why should she should just got out Renee then? Is what I'm saying. Unless she, well, he just told her. Maybe that's why I think like, you just feel like he, she's just listening to what he's doing. That's, that's what I don't. Yeah. It's just like I don't. It never feels like there's a lot of thought that goes into it. Like, it does, none of these yeah. none of these moves to like. She thought this out, or she planned this yeah. out. It seems like she last minute listened to Ty. Last minute, just yeah. did something. And it's like that's random. So at this point, she's won two HOHs, damn near back to back. Well, actually, they were back to back. She couldn't play in Renee's, and then she won a veto because she wins the. Uh, oh no, she didn't. This week is when Anika wins HOH, and she's nominated. Uh, wait, Claudia kind of eats. Because she maybe, got maybe that's what the uh, she got vetoed. She got vetoed this week. Let's see. She won HOH, couldn't play, won HOH again, and then she was nommed, but Ty vetoed her. 
So she hasn't been a final nom in a minute since that one round, that one time, that one little time. That one little thing. So Anika does the same dumbass shit she did. Um, both dummies. What's it called? Sister, sister. Evil twin, evil twin. Dummies. Um, so <laughs> eventually, Anika puts up Daniel. And Claudia, and I talked about this in our, our update. Claudia didn't even try to convince Ty to save um, Renee. At this and point, it's like, like maybe she, she just knows she can't. Yeah, and that, it's like I guess. But even Renee said she I feels guess. like Claudia wasn't fighting hard enough. Like, and that's why the did your thing. allies go out seeing this? Shania and Renee left feeling like you're just getting ran by Ty. Um, at least that's what their initial response was. So that's not good for her when it's coming to the jury because Shania thinks you got ran by Ty. So do Renee. You're you're you initially at least you were risking yourself not even getting your closest allies votes at the end. Why did Shania say I want to vote Ty or Daniel initially? Why was that her first thought? Yeah. Girl, you're risking it. You're After risking this it. is Final Four, Ty wins HOH, she wins Veto. They're good, but she's going to vote out Anika. And I don't know that this will matter, but if I was in the jury, I would be like, okay, Claudia won Veto. Like, I'm watching it. Claudia wins Veto. I'm like, oh, she's taking out Daniel. And then when she takes out Anika, if it was me, I would be like, oh, underwhelming again. You took out Renee. You took out Shania. You took out Anika. It's like underwhelming, underwhelming, underwhelming. Yeah. So I don't know if that's how they'll feel. And then also with the prior knowledge I... we have, especially like someone like Nkuzi and Jury, she knows that Ty and Daniel have a relationship. So it's like you're keeping someone that wants to take Ty. You also may take Ty. Ty's in the... It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I really do not see after, after these last few weeks they don't say Ty should really get it, other than he's just basically an asshole to them. Mm -hmm. But Claudia, it's like, that's why I feel like about Claudia. It's like, she was able to get herself here, which is very impressive, but like, just overall, a lot of her moves, it just doesn't feel like they were her own. They don't feel like they were calculated. It doesn't feel like she thought them out. Like, yeah. the whole Ty situation, that double, is because she genuinely wanted to work with him, and he played in her face, which she has done before. Why mm -hmm. trust him after he exposed everything you said about Koozie straight to Koozie? It's like, mm -hmm. I don't I don't really get that. It, so, it's crazy, too, because the women had such a huge lead going into jury, and now the yeah. final three is more men than it is women. It's like, what the fucking shit? Yeah. So, so even with, like, her good moments, like when she got nommed, and she, she picked Picked it back up, made the little random thing with Koozie. And at the beginning, when she had the relationships with uh she 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 helped build the girly pops. She's always in the been in the best position as the girly pops. Overall, because she has a lot of cons, but she has some pros. So overall, I just how, think, do you, how do you feel? I just think the pros personally, to me, it doesn't feel like it's because of her doing. Like I said a lot, like the reason why the girly pops were in the position to win those like, competitions is because people in the crown underestimated the girly pops. They weren't worried about them. They just were going to just let them sit there. And then they started winning everything. And they were like, oh, shit, these girls are a problem. And it's like, well, now it's too late. Um, same with the beginning of the game. It's like there were just always people in front of her. And she wasn't putting those targets in front of her. She was just not hated enough to be targeted. Yeah. She wasn't threatening enough to be targeted, but she wasn't mean enough to be hated. She wasn't mm -hmm. deceitful enough to be a target. You know what I mean? So it's just like, mm -hmm. she was kind of, for me, just there. But I don't think that... Like, I think I think it's just average. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I think it's just average. It. I have no idea. I don't, I don't feel like it's, it, it's dynamic at all. And I mm -hmm. feel like someone, in comparison to... To Ty, who I think is the other uh, threat to win at this point, he had a more dynamic game. I think there's a lot of low lows, but there are really high highs. With mm -hmm. Claudia, there are no high highs, there are no ho uh, low lows. Some people respect that. Some people would give her that vote over mm -hmm. Ty, who has some really bad lows. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. Only how would you feel as her as a winner, though? Like, how would you, f if she wins, 
how would you feel about that win? Do you feel like it represents the season? Do you think she, because she doesn't have too many low lows, is that enough, basically? I mean, I don't really know how I feel about her as a winner. Honestly, I don't know. I'm not, I wouldn't be mad, I don't think. Uh, nah. I mean, I'd honestly be a little disappointed. <laughs> because I'm like, versus Ty and Daniel, yeah. I really want Ty and Daniel to win, and for many reasons. But, yeah, I'd be a little disappointed with Claudia. Because even out of the girly pops, like, if it was a girly pop, oh, I would want it to be Renee. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't like Shania, but I'd rather Shania had one of the Claudia. But it's like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I think what's annoying about Claudia is just that, I never saw her going. I saw her kind of being this far, and now she's here. Yeah. And I don't think it's because like I think Claudia can be most compared to something going to be mad, like a player, like randomly, like an Xavier, almost like a like someone that's like benefiting from other people's mistakes, is what you're saying. Benefiting from other people's mistakes, and also just other people not necessarily wanting him in their target space. But I mean, his situation, of course, it was a cookout protecting him a lot mm-hmm. and things like that. And in her situation, I think that there are just a lot of other things happening to where she didn't have to do much. And there are a lot of players who are, who can go far in this game not necessarily having to do much. Like, I think mm-hmm. Casey is someone like that. Casey. I think I think Claudia is in that category of where they kind of want to put tie in, of, mm-hmm. like, someone who doesn't do anything but win competitions and gets it in. Is that mm-hmm. not all Claudia did? Really? What do you think about it? Like... <laughs> She's not in that. Well. She wasn't always in that leader position, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what she's done. She hasn't given mm-hmm. us anything but cop wins, a messy showmance, and maybe mm-hmm. a win. So I just feel like mm-hmm. I would like more from uh, my winner. Period. Um, like let's. You, you gotta give your thoughts on it. Do Don't I? Ask me. With Claudia, I feel like she... You want me to get dragged up? Don't get me dragged up. No, I mean, I feel like she would be an okay winner. I feel like she... No, I don't. I don't think she would be an okay winner. I think she would be... um... I think she would be an okay winner. I'm sorry. I take it back. I think she'd be an okay winner in the terms of average. I think average perfectly describes her. Because when she makes mistakes, she is an average mistake maker. And I think she's an average okay doer. I think she's an okay player, probably a little bit below average, probably like a 4.9, but I give her a five just for the roundup. But in general, it's just like, it's nothing spectacular. Like you said, as a winner, I wouldn't prefer it. But honestly, me personally, I'm not too big of a fan of Daniel. So if I would prefer Claudia over Daniel, but not over Ty. Um, And that's kind of how I feel about it. Honestly. Boom. Well... Um, with that being said, we mad about that, I feel. Well, I don't know. She got some fans, but some people are like recognize that it. it's like I mean, girl, I ain't do shit. Please be for <laughs> Um You see how you saw how we went through it, and we could zoom through. That's the thing we were going slow for for kindness. We could have zoomed through that. She didn't do shit. There was no impact strategically at all. Nothing. Nothing she did impacted it strategically. Only her comp wins impacted the season. No mm-hmm. shade. But uh, we can hop in. And, that, and that's really, I mean, this second half, like, I think that, like, the first half mm-hmm. of the game, it was really, I feel mm-hmm. like, Zach Ty Koozie. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the crown was formed, and it became, I feel like, the crown girly pops dynamic. This in game is really just Ty and Claudia. Yep. Winning competitions. Winning comps. And that's <laughs> like, well, Claudia making a mistake, and then Ty, it's like, you know, it's like, Mm-hmm. So based off of this game of Big Brother, I mean, she was never in the position, I feel like, to prove herself to be a dynamic player. And then also we've seen situations where she dropped the ball and it was all on her. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. Um, we can head into Daniel. So 
Daniel. Daniel. Honestly, I hate to say it. Daniel also is someone who there's not much, you know. We'll just see. Yeah, I think starting off with Daniel, I'll just say I um with him, it's it's more so like we we kept talking about it. his game is more so self preservation. So it's yeah. like when you have someone like a koozie, people like Ty, people like Santina, people like Zach. His game is perfect, especially if it's intentional, because he, I feel like, in, was just kind of hiding behind those targets while right. making himself safe socially throughout the game. So very early on, I agree. Between the first two weeks, honestly, with him, it was kind of the same thing. The first two weeks, uh, Daniel was not necessarily in any of the big things going on. He wasn't included. He wasn't even included as a parachute uh, for anyone. He was yeah. on the outside. Um and all he had was the Shady Bunch, from what we know. And mm-hmm. Well, at sh- that point, they weren't even fully formed. It, it was more so they weren't even fully the outsiders of, like, Vanessa, Anika, Koozie. We didn't really know all the people because some of the digital dailies weren't there. Mm-hmm. But I remember even there was a really early conversation, I believe, was it with Vanessa or was it with Anika? And he was talking about the people in the middle need to start coming together. Yep. And, you know basically playing this game get out some of these bigger target get out some of these guys you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i think early on we really knew the type of game that he was trying to play it's mm-hmm. just at that moment it's like can he get into a middle position because it didn't seem like anyone was trying to really use him mm-hmm. and that's the thing he considered koozie one of those bigger players they needed to get out even yeah. at that moment so what i think that does is put it to perspective what he was doing because we know now he gained a really good relationship with koozie better than anika we know now yeah. initially and Zach, I think he thought the most influential people in the house were Zach and Anika, and that's why he did that. But what we Zach see and Koozie. Zach and Koozie, sorry, and that's why he did that. So early on, he had a really good relationship with Zach, and we know now a really good relationship with Koozie, and they did help him with what he wanted them to help him with, which was to keep him to not go home, you yeah. know, keep him safe. Um, and while so, they was doing that, he was building his relationship with the girly pops because with the girly we pops, see going into the week three, we're getting those diary rooms. They were saying they love Daniel. Mm-hmm. They love Daniel. Mm-hmm. They love Kuz. They're big relationship with them. And it's like, didn't we start to realize Zach even mentioned, he's like one of the few people he trusts in the game was Daniel. So we're starting yeah. to realize that, okay, he this man is building is these relationships and he's also being protected. So by mm-hmm. week three, I think he was successfully in the middle of the house. And specifically for him, not the Shady Bunch, but for Daniel, for Daniel. once he got into that middle position, he's been in it since. He's been riding it since. Uh, yeah, as of week three, when the alliance was made, with him included, the girly pops and the Shady Bunch, he was in the center of the house because the, sh- the girly pops included him as a fourth. We found that out... Uh, Going into Santina's week, but uh, a little bit in this week, too. The girly pops were including him as number four. They're like, it's us three and Daniel at the final four. The Shady Bunch was officially formed. Him, Koozie, and Anika, the six of them had a full alliance. And he felt like that he did not want Zach to go home this week. And this is what this I, was, like, I big, was thinking, too. Like I was like, this is not the move for the Shady Bunch. Yep. I think Daniel will be able to rebound. But specifically for Daniel, like I think it would have been better for Zach to stay because like he he understood that the structure that Zach put up, one, it was temporary. The nigga was going to go as soon as someone else got power. Mm -hmm. And it kept them safe. Like Zach did want to work with them moving forward because at this point he realized he has no other allies but the Shady Bunch, really. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing. Him and Anika were right because they were like, if anyone should go, it should be Ty. If it's Mm going to be one of them, it should be Ty. And who's fucking shit up? 
tired. So it's, but like, it's really interesting though because if Zach work? had stayed, that means the crown never forms because Jonathan is never gonna work with Zach and Ty. But Hope would. So does the crown get formed? Jonathan goes with Dan and the girly pops, and then it's Hope wouldn't have worked with Zach if well I know he loves right. Zach. even all the way out. He loves that's true. Zach. That's true. We would have had to just see that. It but that's, a whole that's game. the shady bunch would have just been more in the middle. Well, no, it would have been it would have been because Dan uh, Zach had Dan too. Dan claimed he was distrusting him a little bit, but Dan allegedly. Yeah, I think it would have been it would have been Zach Ty. The Shady Bunch with but Hope would have been gone. Wouldn't Ty be gone if, if that's the case? How would he have been gone? If Kuzi, who was Kuzi taking out? I'm not saying. Oh, oh if Kuzi, she, if she, she take out Dan. Oh, she oh, took okay. out Dan. So yeah. Dan's not even there. Okay. It so would, then it would be Ty be... and Zach over here. Girly and then pops. Jonathan with the girly pops. And Jonathan with the girly pops. And then Jonathan and Santina the maybe with the girly pops. Because, mm, that's true. well, Santina still wins that secret HOH next. So she would have took one of them out there anyway. I think it would have been Ty and Zach. Zach would probably go home. Yeah. Right after. And then we would Which, honestly, honestly back in the same place. Because Ty wins the next HOH. He probably would do the same shit. Jonathan would probably go home. But they give you that extra buffer. It's an extra buffer. Like one extra buffer. Boom. So that's what Daniel wanted. And I think that was best for them. He wanted Ty to go. But also, this is kind that of... That was the, never going to happen. But that's the thing. This is the first week where I also realized that maybe Daniel is lacking in something about his game. I remember me and Lee had a conversation about the fact that I didn't think he had pieces. He didn't have people who were his. This was when I figured this out. And he's not influential. I'm sorry. He couldn't convince either of his two closest allies on their HOHs to do what he felt was best. And I think the issue with him is he doesn't know how to approach it. I think with Koozie, there was potential to approach the situation a different way. I don't think he knew how to. Um, and I see Koozie's also not just going to listen to nobody. And neither exactly. is he. But those were, the, those were his only allies. He should have yep. probably tried to convince the uh, girly pops to do what he wanted. But when Claudia won HOH, he didn't even try during the double. And that yeah. was the time you needed to try. He well, he did try. He just didn't. That's the thing. He tries. Yeah. He even tried with Kuzi. He tried with Anika. He tried with Claudia. And that's the thing at the end of the game. We hear him say, "No one listens to me." And it's like, you said it. Does maybe no they listen? never. And maybe Does no one listen, could, or are you not influential? Been, maybe it could have been the comp win thing. I think when you're in that position of you have to kind of self-preserve and keep yourself safe. It is harder to kind of get that position because the main goal is to stay safe. So it's like, you're an add-on here, you're this here, you're not mm-hmm. really, you know, no one really saw him as like that main member, you yeah. know, I guess others in the Shady Bunch. They but, saw him as a number yeah. instead of him seeing other people as a number. So it's a, that's the the risk in playing mm-hmm. in the way that Daniel plays, I think. Yeah, um, because you have to get to that point where you can make that moment, like a Steve taking out Vanessa type shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to get to that point. And it's like, that's the thing. He's here, but it's like, can you make the move? Like, now you got to make the mm-hmm. move. And it's like, he's by getting here and playing that way, there's a lack of respect that he just does not have because people yeah. don't see his game, especially in Big Brother Canada, because they care a lot about big moves. But this, oh, what were you going to say? That's the thing. Well, I was going into to the secret HOH week where he tries to start this agency. I was well, what I was say, gonna say I'll before go. the secret yeah. HOH, just because in this week with uh Koozie week three, this is when we start to see the distrust for Koozie. I feel like really mm. start here mm-hmm. with the Zach move because of course he's not getting listened to, but also this is what helps him specifically stay in the middle, regardless of who is gonna be the secret HOH, because the girls then felt like they have Daniel because he didn't want Zach to go home. Mm-hmm. So they're grouping Koozie, Anika, 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 and then together with mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan and things like that. But Daniel is able to escape that because of his relationship that he had with Zach. 
True. And week five is when we really start seeing all of that um, come to all of that him being in the middle come to fruition. Both sides are saying they want him in the end game. Everyone's saying they want him in the end game, really. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the people who weren't was Ty. Yep. And this week, Ty gets nominated and Daniel wins the veto. And it's interesting. I don't know if any if, I, if anyone said this take, but I think for Daniel's perception, it probably would have been better if this veto wasn't secret. Because if it happened out in the open that he made a move, it would make him seem more ag- more more like he has agency. Since it was yeah. secret, even though everyone knows about it now, it's still like, well, we didn't see that. You know, like half of the house, none of the girly pops knew what was happening when it happened. Um, the other people knew that Koozie was kind of moving some of those pieces. They they knew it was an agreement between the crown. So it didn't seem like his move. That's the thing. The yeah. one move he made, it didn't really seem like it visually. So I think it, it sucked that this was kind of secret because if it was an open, they would have been like, oh. But that's thing he wouldn't have did it if it was an open. Yeah, He wouldn't have did it. And it's like, oop. So I think this was a move that showed agency. He mm-hmm. wanted to use the veto on Ty to make sure Ty prioritized him and Shady Munch a little bit over the girly box, which honestly was a vital move. Honestly, they needed that to happen because Ty wins the next HOH. And it it worked. I I think it did work. Like, he didn't target none of the Shady Munch. He did trust him to the end. To the end of the game, Ty's claiming he might take Daniel. Could be a lie. Probably a lie. But even though, even so, he's not evicting Daniel over Renee. He didn't evict exactly. Daniel over um, who she, he was just not, Shania. He never evicted Daniel. And he's not going home with Anika, and that's because of time. And over Anika. So this helped regard. Like, I genuinely think In the helped. long run, it did. Yeah. I think at the time, a lot of people were judging it just because they wanted Ty to go home. But also, looking at the house structure, his own targets, I mean, he was working with Santina through Jonathan. He had the crown, which was half the house. And he was mm-hmm. close to all three of the girly pops. I mean, but he wanted Renee to go. So yeah. by keeping Ty, it's like like you can keep a you can have a new number, and then you can also have someone else on your side. So he was basically safe with everyone in the game after this move. Literally everyone yeah. in the game had some connection to Daniel after this move. Yeah. The next week, um, Ty wins HOH, and this is when someone from the Crown has to leave. This week for Daniel was honestly, I don't think it was that bad because he's in the middle anyways. So if someone from the crown leaves, that's fine. As long as someone from the girly pops leaves next. I mean, he's yep. cool. It, it really doesn't matter. So honestly, these next two weeks, it was kind of like, well, this week, it was kind of like, uh, but this next week is when it's like, we'll see. Because Jonathan goes home. I think that's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily. When it comes to his position, he's still in between the two sides, the girly mm-hmm. pops, Shady Bunch, and the crown. But Koozie wins this next HOH. And she is trying to target Santina or Ty, of course. He, I don't remember what he want. What did he want? Did he agree with Ty and Santina going home, or did? Well, he no. Want- he wanted. To, he thought the girly pops should be targeted. Him and yes, Hope were pushing so. Koozie heavily that the girly pops need to go home because at this point, Ty and Santina were working with them, and they knew had known that. Yeah. Um, now this is where. It gets really iffy with Daniel because it's like, I mean, even if this was a regular week or they got their way and the girly pop did go, it's like that could have meant for Daniel that he would have been in the end game with Hope, Koozie, and Anika. And based off these competitions and things are going, he still would be in the same position, but with yeah. better players. <laughs> yep. So it's like, should now looking back in retrospect, should he had he should have probably just shut up and let the move go? Like he was so walking against it, but it's mm-hmm. like honestly, her making a move that messes up her game is. Better, better for, for you. you. Yeah. I if he would have voted out Renee here, it would have only allowed, like you said, the girly pops 
I mean, the crown to make it further and further. But I don't know because. Well, I will say. Based on the competitions. Because who would. Because the next three HOHs are all girly pops. So honestly, yeah. it would have went Santina, Hope, and Kuzi anyways. You're right. It would have been in the end game with Claudia, Shania, him, and Anika. That's a better fighter for. Oh, and Ty. Never mind. He's in the same place. Because honestly, Ty would probably just get out Shania that round. Yeah, because it, yeah, yeah, it would we literally probably be the same Claudia round. and then Renee won HOH, but let's say Renee had went home. It would have been Shania because she was second. Yeah. And then Claudia wins. It would have been so. the same final four. Deadass would have been the same final four, probably. That's crazy. So that just means he was fucked. But that's the thing. That goes back to, is his game just lacking agency? Is he lacking the pieces? He needs I think also pieces. a comp. He should have a comp. Or a comp like, and a comp. But if you can't win a comp, how do you win the game? Like Kevin, running pieces. He had Kevin, no shade, but Kevin had two pawns all game, just doing whatever the fuck he needed. He was telling, he was telling Helena, go tell this nigga this. And she did it. He was telling Josh, Josh, do that. And Josh did it. I think for Daniel's game style, he needs to take the Kevin. Um, but that, I think he did try that. It's just his allies weren't, they were not readily listening to him. Like he, even like Anika, someone who didn't know the game at all, would mm-hmm. question what he would say. Is that his? Does he it's not to- him. It's not him. At the end of the day, you don't think anyone Kevin- could have convinced him. But that's the thing. Koozie was convincing Anika of thinking things. Because that's Koozie. But that's what I'm Kuzi. saying. Does that's that mean I'm, But that's what I was going to explain to you. Okay. No, no, this is what I was going to explain to you. It's the type of allies he chose. Kevin is a better player, in my opinion, than Helena and Josh, which is why he was able to take agency and control them in the way he did. Mm-hmm. Kuzi is not a player to be ran. Anika is not a player to be ran. Maybe he should have ran the girly pops from the beginning and had yeah. them doing these things. I you know what I mean? Was. It's the type of player. He was never... I, I don't think Kevin would have been able to run Kuzi and Anika. Mm-hmm. Derek wouldn't have been able to run Kuzi and Anika. Like, it's just those are the allies he had, and they were not going to do that. They were so, not... Because at the end of the day, when someone is telling you to do something... Um, that they want to do, it benefits them. Like, the reason why Daniel didn't want Kuzi to make those certain moves here and there is because it also would hurt him in a way, but mm-hmm. or affect him in a way that he didn't want it to affect him because, I mean, he was safe regardless, but he didn't want the game to move in that specific way. And Kuzi, well, she's making her own decisions. So mm-hmm. if you have an ally that's will willingly listen to you, that's better for you, but they were never going to do that because they, they wanted to make their own game. I think that's why, even though Anika's HOH, she didn't put up tide knowing that then it will go up because that's not a concern for her. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, you know, uh, someone who I think would have, like, Helena wouldn't have let that happen, basically. Josh wouldn't have let that happen. Yeah. You know, he just didn't have allies like that. So, I have a question then. When Santina goes home, the next week, Claudia wins HOH, and this is the week Shania and Daniel claim they both wanted Koozie gone. Do you think Daniel should have snatched up hope and voted out Koozie, saved Hope with Shania and Renee and tried to run the girly pops, tried to run Hope. I have Hope on the side with Anika. I have the girly pops who just voted with me against Koozie. Do you think if he voted out Koozie then, he could have started picking up actual pieces? But don't you think or it goes back to, because after this, I mean, if Koozie goes home, Renee still wins HOH. Renee, but who's, Renee's not taking out Hope? She might. She's not taking out the girly pop. Renee she's may not, take out Daniel. That's, that's the gag. That's the thing. She might take because she when can't Kuzi take out Ty. Because I think after that week, uh, or on that week, Renee noms Ty and Anika. Unless, Ty you, wins unless we're hoping that Hope can beat Ty and Vito, or beat Renee and Hoh. 
Hope was good. Hope studied a lot. So, that was a study comp. That that would be but the only like, benefit that Hope would stay in with a comp. So I think he needed people who could win comps on his side, and he didn't have people who could win comp, and he couldn't win comp. So that was his issue. But then it goes to show because once he, the girly pop start winning, Kuzi, should he have saved Kuzi this weekend instead of Anika? My thought this week, mm. Anika and Kuzi, I was like, should you the save guy. the person who can win more comps? It's scared that when he made the decision, he low key should have. Oh, he should have. Well, I don't know. It depends if she no, can because win Claudia would have definitely cut her in this final four situation. Claudia would cut yep. Kuzi, no yep. matter what Ty said. Yep. Low key, Dan should have cut Anika here. So let's go she, through she it. She might not have even made it because if he cuts, if he cuts, if he takes out Anika, um, him and Ty take out Anika here. The oh, next... it wouldn't even work because it was just with a tie. Wouldn't it? it was just tied. Why? Who's because... the vote? Oh, it's Claudia and Shanae voting. Mm-hmm. It was three to. It was three to one. It was just been two to two. Renee no, because at the end, well, the the goal would be because we remember Claudia and Shanae were mad that Renee actually wanted Kuzi to stay by the end of the week. If he took that route of well, Renee, we could actually make her stay. That would be the only option because Renee mm-hmm. actually did want Kuzi to stay by the end of the week. Um, and they were mad about that. But that would have been on the roster because you're right. It would have been two to two. So he couldn't even. But that's the thing. Why couldn't you? Where, where's that's the thing? He should have been working on Renee. Renee is someone they should have been, been working, working on. Because when he, we said the same, we said it. When he saved Renee, why the fuck were none of them with Renee? When they saved Renee over Santina, what was that? Because you were close. All of that were closer than Santina than Renee. You had nothing to Renee. This went away two weeks later and got you hold out. Because Renee wasn't even that loyal. She knew she was number three on the the thing. She wasn't even that loyal of a player, in my opinion. But she never got a chance to show that she wasn't loyal because no one else talked to her. Literally. So after this, that's the thing. It's like we could. Like, that's the thing. It's like Daniel. It's like it's the it's the. I think it was more so the allies because yeah. every scenario we try to change up, it's like he's able to end up in the same position, having to win a competition to get to the end. Yeah. That sucks. Claudia wins the next HOH. Um. And this is bad for him. Oh, this is double eviction. And it's bad for him because he was going in as a Final Four. He had set himself up really well. He ended up in a Final Four with him, him, Claudia, Anika, and Shanae. He had the best relationship with Shanae, the best relationship with Anika. So he was in a really good position in this point um, going into this double eviction. But Claudia decided that she didn't want an arms high. Um, And this is when it comes back to Daniel's influence on his allies because he needed to... Claudia is influential, is easily influential. If you say Anika's not and you say Kuzi's not sure, Claudia is. Now, because not only did Ty influence her, so did uh, Shanae. Shanae was the first one to say, we need to take out Kuzi. Ever since then, Claudia was saying it. Shanae said, go up there and tell Ty to put up Kuzi. And she did. She said, yes, Mm -hmm. ma'am. Ty said, put up Shanae. She said, yes, sir. So Daniel, everyone else is able to influence Claudia. I think this was his moment to make sure this didn't happen. He did talk to her about it. He did try. But I just... It sucks because I think Daniel's a good player and I want him to be great. Daniel, you're good. I need you to I'm, be great. I'm waiting for you to be great. <laughs> um, you will be doing this all this week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, this was this this was very pivotal. During uh, double evictions, the person who's doing the most talking usually gets what they want to get done, get done. I remember Tyler, but Tyler in his double eviction week, in his um in his season in BB20, he was talking to everybody. He was getting shit done. It reminded me of what Ty was doing. Ty was driving this fucking boat. And Daniel shouldn't have allowed that, in my opinion. So he ends up nominated. Ty wins the veto. Of course, Ty uses the veto on Anika, plays in Claudia's face, gets Shanae's out. But that was Ty. If Ty didn't decide that, Daniel would have went home. Yeah. And that's what's scary. Um, Daniel's the first person in this 
recap we've done who I feel like actually could have went home. There was never a round where Claudia or Ty could have went home because Ty won every comp. And Claudia, Claudia was nominated a final nominee, but Dan was going. Yeah, Ooh. so it's so it's like this this round is like he was he was a cusp on the cusp, but um he made it. And after this, he still has not gotten evicted. So it's like he was nommed on Anika's HOH because she fucked up, and that's another thing. I don't Anika, know. I this, think Anika this, can be influenced. I don't think she can. I don't think she can. I think Koozie did influence her, so she's influenceable. Um, I think Koozie did make Anika want to target a girly pop, so when that didn't make no sense. And it's like, Anika didn't think it until Koozie said it. So that means Anika can be influenced. And it's like, but I, I will say Anika's very, she's her own person. She's very stubborn. She's not one of, she's not Santina. No shade to Santina. She's not Santina. She's also not Claudia. But that's the thing. Is she Claudia? Because she didn't know I'm Ty. Ty influenced her. Not to nominate his ass. So anyways. But also he influenced her by winning. Like he said, I think it really, it could be, it could be the competition. Yeah. I think it could be the competition of it all, honestly. Yeah. So he ends up as a final nominee because Ty vetoes Claudia. But Ty is like, I literally like you so much. Then I'm not going to take you out. So at this point, Daniel's social game is off the charts. And I think strategically he's done well too. He ends up in final four. Um, Ty wins HOH, Claudia wins Vito. But he's not the one who they're talking about going home. Anika is very likely going home. Daniel yeah. is very likely making it to final three. And essentially, uh, maybe one comp away, one comp. I, he Daniel could still win this game. Ooh. I think another big thing they were saying in the jury segment was that at the end of the day, we care about how this in-game works out, how you position yourself to get there, and the speeches. I think Dan's a super fan. He's been playing this game. He's been he's been playing this game online, and he mm-hmm. knows this game. He applied since the first season. Like I think that he can really go up there, out of the three of them, can go up there and give a meaningful, emotional speech that really tug at their heartstrings and get him yeah. to win. He just needs to win that HOH. I think at, Now, this is where it gets scary, because during Kuzi's HOH week, they had a conversation where... Daniel was speaking about should he go to final two with Ty and not Anika because him and Anika has played a similar game. Him and Ty have played two separate games. Can he beat Ty? At mm-hmm. the time, um, we didn't have much information about the jury and things like that. Ty was not winning 50 million videos yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, well, he probably could beat Ty because of his social relationships in the house. But since that conversation, he got into it with Kuzi. Kuzi called him spineless. Yep. He said she was going to jury to praise Ty. Yep. We got a jury segment. No one mentioned Daniel's name at all. At all. Kuzi. So it's like he's going to need that final move to win the HOH. But I think just like Claudia, he has to cut Ty. And does he know to cut Ty? Mm-hmm. Because you can look at Claudia and think, well, maybe she has girly pops. She maybe has Jonathan. She maybe has Dan. He may get scared. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I mean, he may still think, well, I may, I, maybe my game is still similar to Claudia. I didn't mm-hmm. take Ty because it's so different, even though all the things that he's done. So you never really know. But if they're that better at Ty, would they give it to Daniel? I don't know. Because everyone was saying CeCe and Ty, not CeCe and Daniel. So that's where it gets scary. It's just that, is he going to have this respect at the end? I feel like... It depends on the speech that he can give. I think yeah. that he's done a really good job of self-preserving himself. I think he would be a really great winner for this season. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I love that game. I think I love it so much because I think that really is how I would model my game after. Like, mm-hmm. I respect someone that is going in and worried about their safety. Like, he is making sure that he is good. It was impressive to see how, no matter who had one HOH, she was not going home. Danny was not going home. Mm-hmm. You know, he got nominated these last weeks in a row and hasn't been evicted. Yep. And I would argue that he should. And he probably should have been. Yep. Especially over Anika. And it's like, I think I think he would be a good winner. I think he would be a good winner. And that's the thing. Now that we've gone through his game, never mind, Claudia. 
I think it would be, I would rather prefer Daniel. Because it's I just, think, like, that's what it comes down to. It's, like, similar to Ty. You know, Ty has zero social game. I think with Daniel, he has zero comp wins, and yeah. that has messed up his agency. But when you mm-hmm. throw in the social ability, the way he's been able to keep himself safe, yeah. the perseverance, maneuvering. I just think he's so, maneuvering. He's so, he's so good at maneuvering. Like, I think he, like, this whole, this whole end game with Ty beasting out fucked him up. Mm-hmm. It really and he did. Still and he's still it. in final three. Final three. So I, I think that's impressive. I think Daniel is very impressive, and I think he is a good a good player. It's just so low key, and his very game, low key. His game is the not, lowest. If he gets third, won't be remembered. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are not going to look back at this season and remember Daniel's game or anything. Mainly because we don't have seeds. I feel like he. I was just going to say more love with seeds. I feel but... like his game is something you need live feeds for. I know he's been talking to, and that's what sucks. All of the, like the fans, Koozie and him, were both talking to the camera the entire season. We saw some of Koozie's, but there were a lot of of Daniels. We were not seeing Daniel. We had to learn Daniel's game through diary rooms on the show and on Mm -hmm. the extras on the website of people saying they trust him and they like him. Mm -hmm. So that really sucks. I I, I would hope he get that win, but I I still would want him. I I, probably still want him to win even over Ty, but I think Ty kind of deserves it at this point. But I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind if Daniel won. Period. I think he played really good. I think it would be nice. And we'll see. That's the thing. It's still a toss-up. I think in literally, this is one of the, the least um oh, predictable final threes probably in history. I don't know who going to win. I think all of them could yeah. win. Yeah, definitely. I think it, but the, the jury basically said that. Yeah, like, they said it too. And, uh, and uh, hopefully he just don't get second again because first, like, he would be the third gay, gay, gay black, man black man in a row to get Second, he will be the fourth in general in a row to get second. Yep, that would be crazy. So, we don't need like that would be insane. Four black men in Canada in a row got second, <laughs> including the U.S., <laughs> including the U.S. What, uh, Big D and Monty? Damn, like, damn, what like a black man gonna do is get second <laughs> and win, tie possibly to Sean. Xavier. Xavier, but a gay black man will get second. <laughs> Good luck. Um, boom. Let's move to Anika. Y'all, Anika is going home. Let's be real. So let's get done with this. No shade. No, no! Tea, no shade. No shade. No shade. No shade. No shade. No shade. I love me some Anika, but hey, let's get to it. At the beginning, girl, Anika was on the block. Week one, Santina put her up because Santina was like, honestly, I have no relationship with Nika. Very early on, we hear a lot of people saying they don't, don't really have a relationship with, with Anika. They don't have a relationship at all. Anika's only relationships, friendships she had with Kuzi. She had one with Kuzi and one with, with Daniel. Daniel. And honestly, not even one with like anyone else. I was going to say yeah. also one with Vanessa. She didn't really talk to them like that. Mm-mm. She really I- only, only kind of talked to them. And Zach. She Zach got, and Ty. Zach and Ty. She started. She was doing. That's the thing. Don't hate on Anika. She was kind of doing what Daniel was doing in in a in a from the perspective of someone who's never seen the game. She did the non fan version of using people. She knew Zach and Ty held because she talked about it. She knew Zach and Ty held the social capital in the house, and she talked. She talked to Anika uh, Takuzi about it. She talked to Daniel about it. So I think her relationship with them was intentional. Because she talked about, after talking to them, she would talk shit about them. That's the gag. She would yeah. talk to Zach, let him talk to her crazy, and then go back and talk to Koozie, shit about him, and Ty. So mm-hmm. it was intentional. She intentionally built a relationship with them, and she got, in a way, Ty to use the veto on her. Yeah, um, when he when he won it. I mean, when he won. She, she picked him. And then when she picked, she him, picked him, she pressured him. Like, look. like and, and pressured him. And that's the thing. Ty early on said, you know, uh, 
initially, Ty had made a deal with Kuzi. He was going to have Amal in on that deal. And when Amal left, he was like, no, I mean, it's probably kind of Anika and Kuzi. There was like a, a, a sense that Ty had replaced uh, the Amal loyalty with the Anika loyalty. And we see it throughout the season, especially at the uh, beginning stage. Ty considered Anika one of his numbers, which is why he vetoed her here. Um, and she was connected to Kuzi. And because she was connected to Kuzi, he knew that he wanted to protect Anika too. And we could see that um, in his moves, in the way he was moving. So these first two weeks, she was kind of just in that position. She didn't talk to much people. People didn't really yeah. talk to her, but she had very key relationships. Ty, it was very specific, Kuzi. similar to Claudia in that, that way. Like, yeah, very similar to Claudia. Yeah, if she talked to her people, she had intricate relationships that kept her safe through the middle, and that was good. Yeah, uh, I think she was a little bit more in danger because I think around week two, when the talks of the girls' alliance was starting to form, her name was not getting said. Daniel's name was getting mm -hmm. said over her, and that's yeah. why I was like, it's getting scary because if a girly pop would have won those early HOHs. They were um, like, we don't trust Anika. We like, Anika we, they were like, Kuzi, Kuzi's on our side. Daniel's on our side. What really no, kept Anika safe, literally, for the majority of the game, was the fact that her side was in power. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then once her side got out of power, she maneuvered in, you know, that final four. But we'll get to it. <laughs> mm -hmm. When Kuzi won HOH week three, that is when I realized that Anika, she got some, she got, she got some, she got some knowledge mm -hmm. because she was right there with Daniel trying and Kuzi, in my opinion, this is why when it comes to Daniel, I'm sorry, we're not on him, but this is why I do think he doesn't try that hard when he to convince people because Anika was the one who was talking with Kuzi for an hour, trying to convince her to put up Ty instead of Zach, actually. Yeah. She had a really long conversation with her this week, very much so trying to convince her with, with strategic points. She was trying to come at her with strategic points. <laughs> and Kuzi was just like, and Kuzi was like, girl, I, I get anyway. it. And then that but... thing, after it, she was like, I actually don't care. It probably is better strategically, but I don't like Zach. And that's all. And he goes like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So Anika did try to do, in my opinion, the better move for their, for their side, which was make sure Ty went instead of Zach because Ty's the one voting her out this week. Well, Zach would, Zach would not have made it that far. So I do think that and then, that showed some problems. The people were people were questioning Anika because when they asked who her targets was, uh, they gotta go. Renee mm -hmm. gotta go. Claudia mm -hmm. has to go. Renee, <laughs> Cece, Renee. <laughs> they have to go. They they have to go. And it's like period. That was Kuzi's accent. But boom. <laughs> I um, was like, wait, that's Kuzi. <laughs> It was. I just think about mother so much. After this, we head into the secret HOH. This is when the crown is formed. And mm -hmm. Anika gets put in a good position. She's in a very good position because she's um, in between the girly pop alliance yeah. and the crown, just like, you know, the rest of the Shady Bunch is. The Shady Bunch takes the center of the house this week. It's after they find out Santina's HOH and that Dan is going to go home. So it's honestly very, very good for her. And if the crown works out, I don't know. I don't know where the path for Anika's win is at this point, honestly. Yeah, because that's even what... here it's like Daniel's weight. She's positioned good, but Daniel's better or Kuzi. Either Daniel or Kuzi were gonna take it. Daniel. It could have been Daniel. It could have been Kuzi. It could have been Hope. It could have been Jonathan. Jonathan. It was that same fear with John with, with Daniel, but I think Anika even more so because I mean the comp ones that weren't there. She didn't have any social gang with the other side at all, like zero. Mm -hmm. So it was just like she's safe, but. Where's the win equity with Anika? I think that was always the question with Anika. With Anika. With Anika. <laughs> because at some point, the time is going to have to go. Mm -hmm. They did, but it was all of them, which also hurt yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. 
So after this week, after the crown is formed, they are taken out because Ty wins HOH and he doesn't want to, but he ends up getting out Jonathan. Girl, this is an emotional this, week. Right. And this Wait. week. <laughs> She was bawling. Oh, and you know what? They tried to convince Shania not to use this veto this week. They did. Daniel, Daniel and Nika and Kuzi. They tried to convince Shania not to use that veto. It did not work. And when they used it, they felt like that girl just betrayed us. Even yeah. if she wouldn't work with them. <laughs> yep. So um after this week, it's kind of sparking up. And Anika, that's thing, Anika kind of just genuinely felt this way. Um, it was sparking up her initial thought of the girly pops can go. Um, and that's the thing after this, when Kuzi wins HOH, that goes out the window because Kuzi's like, never mind, no, it's not. So wait, wait, another big moment we have to mention. What? After Jonathan goes home. Isn't this when she gets into it with Santina over the Yes? <laughs> the pancakes, babe. So uh, one thing I have to know about Anika, because I, I peeped uh well, well hope and hope was talking on the digital dailies and he was having a conversation with Anika. He said he said that Anika mentioned like why does everyone like Vanessa? Why is Vanessa so cool with people? And Hope was like, it's because she cooks. And Nigga was like, well, bet. And they was joking about how she's been cooking ever since. So clearly she takes her cooking seriously. And she cooks Period. well. Santina didn't think so. So she, she let her know. And that's the thing. Afterwards, afterwards, Anika was like, I know it wasn't the best, but she could have just lied or something. Like, so Santina so was like, I mean, you don't have to be a bitch. And it's like, oh, uh, my God. Initially, she was like, mm, girly pops can go, but after this, Koozie wins HOH, and she's on Koozie's um, same mindset. And that, I'm like, when the fuck did that happen? Girl, randomly. That Santina and Ty should be the ones who are targeted, and that the girly pops can stay. This is when Koozie reestablishes the alliance with the girly pops with Anika in it, and um, that's good for her, because if it works, you know, then they'll keep them safe, and it does work for a week. Um, for the Shady Bunts, at least. So yeah. this week, you know, the chain of safety happens. Santina goes home. She was also part of the decision, but she wanted it to happen. I don't think this. Yeah, was I think I didn't like Santina. But that's the thing. Santina just went off on her. So maybe, huh. Yeah, never trust <laughs> her. After this, Claudia wins that hoh, and um, she's taking out another Shady Bunch. This was really bad with her crown. Cr- crown. This was really bad for her because Anika, especially, she was like, Mm-mm, "We got to do something about this." I remember seeing, um her talk to Daniel and Kuzi, she was like, we need to figure out what we're going to do because one of us are going to be the renom after Ty wins veto. We need to make sure it's the person who's, who doesn't go home. And she started pushing that it's Kuzi. She she wanted Daniel to go up there and pitch that Kuzi needs to be the renom. Mm-hmm. Um, around the same time as when her, Claudia, Renee, her, Claudia, Shanae, and Daniel made the final four. Um, it was literally this, this same week. And, and- they... Yeah, go. I was just gonna say this is where I felt like Anika with with Anika, like in retrospect, going back to some of those moves like the Shania has to go or her, you know, wanting Zach and them to stay. Like I think those mm-hmm. are pretty polarizing decisions. Like I can see why people could be upset here or there. I don't think it really affects her game too much, but I feel like what makes those moves kind of feel like okay, maybe Anika really was just saying anything was this week, like the, the whole koozie <laughs> situation. It's just it felt it just felt well, I feel like I knew what it was. It was very much so Koozie now has to go over us. Mm-hmm. So she has to become the enemy. But I feel like for Anika, that had to be also a personal enemy. So she started essentially, I think, making up her and Gail, really. But she seemed very upset about it. Yeah. Felt like Koozie was starting to do things to basically 
you know, backstab, betray, backstab them, betray them. And I just that that read was just so random. I was just it was like, not true. It was not. It was not that. necessarily true. She was getting really antsy about this, and she kind of like that's the thing. She Anika kind of made it her game at this moment when she needed to be focused on staying. She needs to be focused on making her relationships better. She needs to be focused on get, gaining allies because next week she gets knocked. And Renee wins HOH and Koozie's the target, but Anika was on before Koozie. Anika mm-hmm. was on first, and she got and mad she about felt it. like that was the utmost distrust. Like Anika, like Koozie obviously like, had to have gone up there and thrown them under the bus. And this is when Shanae was like, okay, but Anika, if you're going to block, we need to focus on how we can save you, not focus on being mad at Koozie. And it's like, yes. And and, and that's the, the issue with Anika's game is that she, she, she wasn't really able to, like, make herself focus on the game aspects of relationships. She had no relationship with Renea or Claudia or Shania. That was through Daniel. Mm-hmm. And they thought it was easier for them to be at the end with Anika. And that was all. Which is why at Final Four, even though she should not be going over Daniel, she is. She is. There's no and, reason why Anika should be going home. Like, the no position, reason. the type if of she player she zero, is, like, I don't think she should be going there for. She just but had zero re- relationship with a lot social. of the house guests. Her social ability was just really not there. And she didn't have the confidence to get that agency. And at the end of the day, she wasn't a fan of the game, though. So I think that we see her pick up on the game. But I think it's the basics. And I think the basics for her was keeping herself safe. Similar to Daniel's, that self-preservation, which Mm -hmm. I think she did really good at. But because she don't have those social connections, it it can only go so far. I'm really surprised that she made this far. I'm not going to lie. I'm really happy she did, though, because I like Mm -hmm. when archetypes that you think we're not going to see long last long, but I really wanted her to transform and we never saw that. Yeah. I fell. Yep. Um, this is the double Claudia wins the HOH and Anika. That's the thing. Like we, I expected it from Daniel to try to convince Claudia of something, but Anika didn't even try either. You know, Anika didn't talk to her at all. She just sat on the, she just sat there when she got now, she just sat there. She's like, mm. and it's like, girl, like we're still playing the game. You still need to get done. Um, Tywin's veto and uses it on her again, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. It, it's it's like it sucks because we know Ty is literally using her, and in a way, it's like that's good, but she kind of falls for it, you know. When it comes to fruition, and it's like, okay, girl, he's been literally using you a little bit. Yeah, are you going to notice, or are you just going to allow him to use you? And this next week, she wins the HOH, and she does not nominate Ty. The same move she was gagging Claudia about saying Claudia's a dumbass about she did the same thing and potentially could have lost her only ally in day and it would have been her with no allies and that's the thing she still had allies and she went home because she didn't have uh, effective allies this thing she was doing all of this she was helping Daniel slash allowing him to slight Koozie at every turn when Koozie was would have been the better in-game ally for Anika than Daniel because Koozie could win comps Mm -hmm. um and Koozie would have had tie I feel like a little bit more than Anika has him to where she could have potentially helped that rapport between the two of them. But this week, Anika literally ends the entire relationship she had with Ty fully by going off on him because he's decided to use the veto, which he should have knew he would have decided to use. Yeah. And it sucks because Daniel was telling her, girl, you need to be cool with him. You need to be cordial with him. And she's like, no. I can't do like, it. Like, it was just and like, it's like, okay, don't. And Daniel will stay next week. Which is what because uh, Ty was literally considering Anika to beat in his final three plans, and I think with him using Devito, it is something that even with what he did happen, he still would have done. Look what he did to Claudia, and now he's sitting here with Claudia. You know what I mean? It was very possible, but it's like she should have nominated him to begin with. Like he should have been up, like you know, because she wanted her target. Her, her she, it was her first HOH win. Her target did not go, and now she's going home next potentially, getting right out right before the final three. It, it really sucks. Mm-hmm. It really does suck. But but, but with Anika. It's mm-hmm. just 
the path to win was always, for lack of better words, a fairy tale. Like I thought it was gonna have to be <laughs> one of those moments. It, it was gonna be one of those like yeah. Paris wins the last two HOHs and yeah. she cuts the person, she wins the game. <clears throat> like I think Anika would have needed that big moment because she did she had no other big agency moment, and this was Sonic 4 could have been a moment, a big moment, especially with the jury being like CCCC, if yeah. she would have gotten CC out this week, okay. And some people did mention Anika. That's the thing. They were like, Crown. I'm voting anybody in the crown. Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan was like, CC, Renee, Anika. And Koozie was like, Anika too. Cool. That's the thing. One thing about Anika, when Koozie left, despite her being the more kind of pissed about the Koozie situation, she got the better end of it because Koozie went to jury liking Anika better than Daniel. Yep. And it's like, well. Um, but it's just... It's just, it's just, I don't know. With Anika, like I said, I wish she would have transformed as a player. Yeah. I think if if she is somehow to stay over Daniel, how would she be that final winner? three? If she if she's the winner, hypothetically. As a win, I mean, I don't know. I think not Anika. Me. I mean, let's let's just talk about it. it's Reality Kingdom, like the representation of it. I love it. I would love <laughs> if she was to win, being a woman, a woman of color, all of those things. Mm-hmm. I think as a player, she's someone who could take the skills that she learned from this game and then be a better player. But mm-hmm. I don't think she won this playing her best game. She would not have won this game playing her best game. Mm-hmm. I would say it's, it was, I would say it's, it's a she good, learned a lot. It, it, it was a winning game. She won. It was mm-hmm. a good game, but it's comparable to other people. It's not that high just because socially she wasn't fully there. Strategically, there was a lot of mishaps and things like that. But Everyone in this final four has that, so it really isn't just a knock on Anika. But mm-hmm. I think I think anyone this season, it, I, I, anyone I feel like this season, I probably would have had these same critiques for, except Koozie or probably Jonathan if he had made it this far, because mm-hmm. no one was really playing that sort of clean game in a way, mm-hmm. like or game to where it's like, yeah. despite it being clean, it's it's iconic in this way. Like I think Ty kind of has that, but his social game is so terrible. That you can't even appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I agree. So as a, I mean, hey, that that's that's it for the final four. But as an overall, how do you feel about this final four kind of overall? Um, because the season was chaotic as a whole, yeah. and I feel like, well, I feel like this final four is good representation because chaotic. Like a lot of people are saying, like this looks like we random.org. The final four. And this is does. definitely the final four for this season. Like this season, yeah, like the exactly. way this season played out. I feel like this chaotic ass final four is very mm-hmm. fitting. Like even the decisions up until the final two, and that's something we've been getting. I think all of these uh, new era seasons, like the gaming doesn't stop. We're in top five, top six, top four. You still have to tune in yeah. and see what the girls are giving because yeah. it can change like that, which I really, really love. I love but that. I think, I think overall, in general, this season, when it comes to people who knew the game, fans of the game, strategically knew what they were doing, it was lacking from the get go because yeah. the whole this entire cast we talked about when we first got it, it was just. It was different. Like it was, they were definitely going for a whole new feel. It was a lot of recruits. Mm-hmm. You know, and Anika didn't watch any of it. Ty didn't watch any of it. Like Rachel Riley was just in the house, and Daniel had to explain to them that Rachel Riley is a person, and that BBUS has been going on for twenty five seasons because they didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Like that's how little these people know about the game of Big Brother. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, none of these people are, are were going <clears throat> to be able to play optimally enough because they're just not. They're not that. They're not those girls. I think Claudia, Claudia, and Daniel—they're two of the biggest fans left in the game. And I would say, I mean cleaner games it's yeah. them but I when was it just comes to, to winning games i mean i don't i was just gonna say but... like i think three of the top five players are in the final four 
Because I think Claudia, Daniel, and Ty are in the top five. I think the only other people better than them are Kuzi and Kuzi, Jonathan. Jonathan. And, and, and that's them, and that's the thing. That just means this season. This just, that's what I said. This it's season is like, if, yeah. if you're looking at if you like a season for strategy, this isn't the season for you. <clears throat> I think this season has a lot of other things that I really, really appreciate it for. Yeah. But just strategic ability, no. It's not. Because this is a clown show. They really, yeah. <laughs> this is a clown yeah. show, and it has been since Kuzi went home. I'm sorry. It was, it was that before Kuzi went home. I'm sorry. It was. It was. It was a, a shift every week. A little, but, but, power but that's the thing. Like, getting into the positive, it's like that is so interesting to see. So I think it sucks. Like there is no Kevin. There is no Pretty Boys Alliance. There is yeah. no Cookout type. There was no strategy. There was no peace being moved in that manner. But this was a great season. I think. I think great, great watch, great ride. Yeah. Um. I just hope, is fitting. I just I, hope the winner yeah. is someone that I feel like will put the cherry on top. I and think Ty that? does that. Okay. I think Daniel does that. Daniel. For me, Daniel does that. I know for a lot of people it doesn't, but I like Daniel. I, I think, like Daniel. You know what I think about a Daniel win? I think it will grow over time. For me, at least. I yes. think initially yeah. I'm gonna be like, okay. I think after a year, I'm gonna be like, Daniel was a great winner. He but ate that shit up. I think Daniel's game is to be respected if he wins. You have to respect his game if he wins it. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people playing that type of game, it is like that. Because a lot of people could just be seen as coasters or floaters or someone who isn't doing anything if you don't win at all. Mm-hmm. But if you win it all, it's like, okay, yeah, if you get win, something. If he wins it, we'll see. Because I think if he wins it, he could be a top tier winner in a way. I think Daniel would be. If he wins, a top winner. you did it. You did the thing. You were in the middle the entire game. A floater game. Yeah. Which y'all, which y'all claim y'all love when June did it. That's what Daniel did, Loki, if he wins. I think, like, somewhere like the popular lower tier, big brother winners, um, the brothers, of course. A lot of people knock on Sarah's win. Mm-hmm. I would say any of these four would be over the brothers for sure. I mean, if you're including the twist, Sarah, like if the yeah. twist is your end all be all, Sarah. But, but not above but, any girls, probably. You're yeah, probably not not above John. And then them. Not above um Jillian. Jillian. Maybe Jillian if you're like she technically didn't win. If Claudia wins, I mean you could put Jillian right up maybe right above Jillian, right under Jillian. Yeah. Like so maybe Jillian, but everybody else is above them. Now Kevin, this one gets interesting Kevin. because where Ty, you who Tom, if you have Kevin Martin high in your rankings, I Ty don't. needs to, to. I'm just saying to people who do. Oh, okay. You have to start looking. By, Ty by that wins. logic, Ty should be above him, though. No? Because Kevin, I mean, Kevin he, wasn't he as Kevin wasn't as like uh, socially terrible as Ty. But when it comes to just social game in general, I mean, he but was he also did. a target all throughout jury that they couldn't get out and just won his I way. Guess. So it's like it'll be interesting because I know for a fact a lot of people doesn't have Kevin Martin down there with the Sarahs and the brothers. A lot of people have Kevin Martin high. So it's like Kevin Martin's high, but Ty isn't. Is it because Kevin Martin is a fan and knows the game and Ty does it? Maybe, but it's like none of those skills. No, Kevin didn't use any of those skills. Kevin Martin didn't use any of those skills to utilize his Kevin win. Martin. He used hot wins. <laughs> so that'll be an interesting comparison because personally I have Kevin Martin low because of that. <laughs> Because we, we already knew you was talking about Kevin Martin. So when you said it, it's like, okay, Martin, you mean bitch. it. Martin, bitch, not Jacobs. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, like, I just feel like it's interesting because it's like, those are very similar games. And I would say, like, if Ty wins, I'm not putting Ty above John, Paris, damn sure not Dane, damn sure not Tyshawn, damn sure not Kevin Jacobs. But he yeah. can go over Kevin Martin. He can, like, 
Yeah, Tim he Martin, can. Jillian, and Sarah, Sarah and the brothers, right in the middle. Boom. I can see. Boom, I, it, boom. That's where I think any of these winners would be. Daniel, I could put Daniel above above Paris. Oof. Mm, no, honestly, but that's no, the thing. No, Paris had more influence than Daniel. I can't do that. I there was somebody that. else you said that he could have been above John. Maybe a John. Netta ran his whole season. Where is that? Don't we have a list of winners? Where is we that really winners ranking? On this on this podcast, actually. Where is that winners ranking? I'm curious now because I'm like, where where did we put the Canadian player? Because it was the North American. Oh, oh yeah, that's gonna be a lot. We're so camp. That's gonna be a lot. Check that video out. Um, and also check out any other videos that might come through. Um, Big Brother Canada is not over yet. Um, was there anything else you wanted to say though? Um, not really. I think that um, the final four, like I said, strategically, if you're here for strategy, this is not the final four for you. But if you're here for everything else, I mean, this was a pretty good damn season. And I think for me, if any of them win, it's not gonna necessarily take away. It's just like I'll be slightly disappointed. No shade in this Claudia. <laughs> Period. Um, we're not done with BB Canada yet. There's still a finale to come. We will be going. There's live. things dropping tonight, maybe. Yes, there might be things dropping tonight, maybe. So check your check. Oh, have your post notifications on. Subscription, oh, subscribe button, like on, comment down. Um, and yeah, stay tuned because we will be going live on the finale right after the finale of Big Brother Canada 11. And we will also still be doing a final player rating for everyone because that's the thing. There's still four people in the house. We have not gave them a final player rating. So we will be giving that for everyone left or everyone in the game. And we'll be going over how we felt about the season overall, everything about it. So stay tuned for all of that. And baby, we're out. Baby.